Should have got a bang energy drink. That's what I should have done. I know, dude. They're, the dude, those things are seriously like cocaine. Yeah, I really like. I'm huge in the cotton candy flavor stuff, uh, and so I like the rain cotton candy one, and then the bang cotton candy one. Man. Okay, love it. Have you ever tried to mix the two together? Maybe it'll, I die. Probably. Maybe, maybe it'll give you superpowers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Dude, that would be. I'd be. I'd be jumping off the walls. Oh, I'd be playing. Oh, uh, what's that band called? I can't remember. Oh, Sugarland. Sugar. Oh my gosh. I'm bouncing off the walls I know, again. Yeah. Whoa. Um, sugar cult. The, sugar cult. Sugar cult. That's sugar it. Cult. I'm like yes. Sugarland. <laughs> Pulled that out of my head. Hey, you got the sugar part right. Um. Good band. Good band. Back in the day with good songs. Good songs. Oh. Well, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Howdy. I believe episode five of this uh, glorious podcast where we, your glorious leaders, break down Amen. all. Amen, of, David. Yeah, Amen. <laughs> we break down all your uh, M5M and whatever the hell else is going on in the world currently. Today, yeah. uh, today's episode is going to be very. Uh, centralized maybe i think this one topic is going to take up most of the show which is the reason we're going to get to it uh it'll be well no actually it won't be the very first thing that we do but we got a couple other things that we want to get through and um uh we've i think we both kind of like this uh structure that we've been doing we've got some short topics that we put together uh just to talk about and it's it's good at least for me it's good as far as uh remembering things throughout the week because I, I've got yeah. so much going on. I have to write things down. Otherwise we'll get here and I'll be like, man, what, uh, what happened when, what is this day? You know, I, I recently I've been forgetting the days of the week. Like I think it's Wednesday and then it's like, it no. all wins together. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so you want to, where you want to start? You got anything to add? Yeah. You know, uh, I've tried to get some, Tropic Wonder before the podcast, but I had to stick with Nicolette Waltra. Tropic Wonder is that a delicious sour beer I had last week. Did you like it? And Yeah, I did like it. I really liked it. Because you always I, uh, diss sour beer, and so... <laughs> I know. I was When I had it... It's not for everybody. I the restaurant with Kayla, I was like, I can't tell David and Tyler that I like it because I've been dissing sour <laughs> beer this entire uh, But no, that one was... It was one of the, it was really good. It was one of those. It had a bite to it, like you know, sour yeah. things often do. Yeah. But a bite that made you want to keep going back for more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's one of those beers that, like Michelob Ultra, there's so little alcohol in it, uh, and everything that you know I can have multiple of these, and you know I'm fine. But with you know when I have anything heavier than light beer, I typically just have one. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Same thing with whiskey. I'll have. You know, because whiskey, you're only pouring, pouring like maybe an inch of it, mm. and well, I yeah. buy one or two glasses of that. Yeah, the cra- craft stuff, the ABV is higher, so you get it, they can be a little bit stronger, but they're usually tastier too. So tastier and heavier. Mm. That's why I gotta yeah. protect the gut over here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. So uh, other than that, you know, I'm excited for these topics. I think we have. I've been really excited for every episode and as we keep going i get more excited for the next one yep and so i'm really ready to get into these topics yeah and uh to those of you who are 
have been listening. Thank you guys for some of the feedback you've been giving. It's uh, not only encouraging, but also helpful because it helps fill in some of the gaps and things. Uh, we may not end up talking about it on the show at all, um, but it does help us fill that in and they're good resources for later. So mm-hmm. uh, it's actually one of the things I love about uh, our Discord is there are things that we talk about a, like a week, a month ago, and we get to a topic and I go, oh, we talked about this. I was like, oh, I have things. And so I can go back yeah. and find them. Uh, and I, I think I have a couple of those for today. I'm not sure if I'll be able to share them on the video uh, part of this, but I, I'm going to try. So we'll, we'll we'll see about that. It's only a, a couple little um, like memes, I guess. Um, we'll see. Yeah. We got a good one for people today. And oh, I think man. that's exactly right, man. I just want to. Thank everybody, myself too, because this feedback and this dialogue really just encourages us and keeps us going. I mean, we'd be going anyways, but it really just adds more gasoline to our fire. Absolutely. Um, so uh, we'll do it at the, the, the top of the show today, but if you guys are following us on YouTube, if you're subscribed to the podcast somewhere where you're able to give a rating, uh, whatever you can do to sort of just add to hey. that... Don't take my part in the podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. Right. That's right. Shill for the podcast. He's the shill. <laughs> Joseph's <is> the shill. <laughs> sorry, rude. I get in the zone. I get in the zone. <laughs> no. Yeah, like David was saying, uh, we're going to do it at the top of podcast, which I like. I meant to actually talk to you about that. But yeah, uh, you know, you can follow us on, on YouTube, anywhere you listen to podcasts on Odyssey, like, subscribe, smash the notification bell. Uh, leave us some comments, message us personally, find us on Instagram, find us, you know, if you want to join our discord community, just reach out to us, let us know wherever you listen to us and uh, we'd love to have you. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I'm just going to, we're going to jump right into it. I'm going to get this first uh, clip ready. Um, And uh, we're going to kind of talk about some of the uh, tension between China, Russia, and Joe Biden. I'm hesitant yeah, we to have say a lot of fights going on. Yeah, I'm 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 hesitant to actually say that this is like a China, Russia, United States thing because as far as I'm concerned, it's like ooh, they kind of <laughs> they kind of got Biden this week, and he's the one who kind of shot first with a lot of this stuff. So, yep. Um, do you want to explain this clip real quick? So. Basically, what's going on is that, you know, uh, Joe Biden and as David already alluded to, Joe Biden and China um, are in a uh, pissing contest for uh, lack of a better word. The, they're, they're in a contest of display of strength. And basically what you're going to see in this clip is China is going to assert dominance over the Biden administration because Biden and his administration on the world stage outside of the uh, American context on the world context is looking weak. Yeah. So that's probably why China and Iran too, but China wanted uh, Biden in there. All right, here we go. Over Trump. We'll also discuss our deep concerns with actions by China, including in Xinjiang, Hong Kong, Taiwan, cyber attacks on the United States, economic coercion toward our allies. Each of these actions threaten the rules-based order that maintains global stability. Uh, Well, you can't blame this problem on somebody else. I have to tell you, what's coming through my speakers (laughs) is very different from what you described. 
Uh, I'm hearing deep satisfaction that the United States is back, that we're reengaged with our allies and partners. I'm also hearing deep concern about some of the actions your government is taking. Well, I think we thought too well of the United States. We thought that the U.S. side will follow the necessary diplomatic protocols. So for China, it was necessary that we make our position clear. So let me say here that in front of the Chinese side, the United States does not have the qualification to say that it wants to speak to China from a position of strength. Uh, Mic drop. Yeah. Okay, so my initial thoughts, we don't have the, the Putin clip, but... That one, I mean, it's along the same lines. Joe Biden calls uh, Vladimir Putin a uh, a killer. And uh, it's kind of one of those things where, like, Joe's not wrong. Uh, but then Biden, Biden uh, no, sorry. Then Putin comes back and he, he basically says, uh, I am rubber, you are glue. Whatever uh, you say to me bounces off and sticks back on you. Um, but he says it in Russian. Backwards. <laughs> I think I think he also said in addition to that it takes one to know one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, and we're talking about fitness of shape and Man. cognitive ability. Listen, I mean, Russians. I, mean, I don't. You know, no matter no matter who's in office, I want to root for the American president. You know what I mean? Sure. Right. Like I want things to go well. I want you know. Well, I, I wouldn't. We want like Joe to be embarrassed on the. What's that? I was going to say, we like them to not be psychopathic murderers who think that they're bringing democracy to countries that never really asked or, exactly. you know, it, it, our brand of democracy, democracy in quotes. Right. It's like, you know, people yeah, like and to. That's just, when you look at the body language of the Chinese diplomat, I mean, you can just see versus, uh, what's his name? Blinken? Blinken, uh, yeah. His name. Yeah, yeah. When you look at their body language, you can just see one of them's talking from a place of authority and power and and, and that mindset of, I'm over you. Mm -hmm. I'm not necessarily saying that Blinken has to act that way, but you can definitely see that Blinken's in the weaker position and that diplomat is showing his authority and power over him yep and blinken's not calling it out it's i'm not saying you have to act that way but i would have called it out secondly and i and i think there was a report or heard that biden uh lit up blinken for bringing that staffer there with him with the purple hair to the <sighs> i didn't even hear about that you gotta understand cultures man yeah, yeah, understand cultures, and some people are going to look at that and see that as weakness, and that stuff matters. Like you have all this different geopolitical I, stuff going on. Yeah, I so. guarantee that uh, Chinese ambassadors, whoever they're sending to these meetings, seeing someone with purple hair or whatever the case, they probably think, "Well, that person is a clown." Mm -hmm. Right. Because if you think about sort of the basic like logic or like steps in logic, you would go, 
why is this professional? Why does she have? I'm assuming it was a girl. I'm sorry. Um, it was a woman. It was a woman. Okay. Uh, why does this woman have purple hair? Is she a clown? That would be exactly yeah. where it, my mindset would go if I was in that position. Exactly. Yeah. Especially in their culture and the other cultures and there. I, you know, I hate to say it because we say, I, I think I've mentioned this to you. And I, I, you know, if you have like half of your hair dyed, all of your hair dyed, or if you have that septum piercing, you're, you're, projecting something to people mm-hmm. it's it's very especially in our culture you're you are projecting something to people and then other people are going to look at that and not you know especially in a professional setting and they're going to be like all right what's going on there right and you can you can cry sexist or whatever the case may be with that all the time like they're just not tolerant listen china doesn't have to be tolerant of you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. They don't have it's not to like they're be going back worrying about. I that. know exactly. <laughs> like it's, it's not as if a reporter in China is going to be like the 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 diplomat to China said these awful things and like write something up about him because he'll get shot or just disappear more than likely. So exactly, you, you know, people got to be I smarter, man. Be, and I think too. Uh, I mean, obviously, some people have been cringe with it, not being that funny with it. But, you know, Biden falling yeah. up the stairs with, you know, and then the White House comes out and says it's from the wind. Like, that, that made it better. <laughs> there were strong winds that day, guys. Yeah. Look, I, OK, great, so guys, you should have just said he tripped and fell and moved on with it. Like, yeah. you know, let's get to the next news cycle. I understand where people are coming from when they're like, you shouldn't make fun of old people. But people have to remember that this guy has literally he's been the reason that uh hospitals have been bombed in the past mm-hmm. he's bombed quite a few people since uh he's gotten into office three months ago or whatever we're at at this point it, 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 this is not like your grandpa falling on the stairs right and and people want to that's that is a projection that a lot of people have they see an old person they think well he's old like my grandparents and I wouldn't like it if someone mm-hmm. made fun of my grandparents, but it's like your grandparents also haven't murdered people or had people right. well, murdered or when Trump was walking down, this is the thing for me. When Trump was walking down the stairs, holding the guardrail, all we saw from CNN and elsewhere. And I don't know if Biden said something. I think he may have. He did. It's how this whole incident got started. Cause he's like, ah, that would never happen to me. Yeah, so he said something, and then all in the media, you had them questioning Trump's health. Why is he walking down slowly and stuff like that? Yeah, and it's bro, you tripped up the stairs, not even down. You yeah. went up the stairs like three like, times. That's, that's an accomplishment. Three yeah, times. Exactly. Trip and you caught see beforehand. Yeah. Beforehand, I watched it again, and you see him kind of dragging his left foot, almost like there's something going on with him. You know, I'm just throwing two cents out there. There may not be. It may have just been a coincidence, but. Uh, dogs barking. Sorry. Oh, you're fine. Uh, and so, yeah, I, the other thing too is Trump. I saw a report that apparently privately he used to, uh, praise Obama for his ability to walk down those stairs fast because of how sharp and, and slick they can be. That's why Trump oh. always held the car around and took it slow okay. and stuff that well, was because you know i mean i looked at the stairs and i'm like man I mean, I, I, if i would have ran up them like a like biden did i probably would have fell yeah but biden being 78 years old or whatnot bro that's not it just Obama doesn't, it doesn't what, look like, good. In his, 
early or his late forties, early fifties when doing all that. Like, yeah, he was. Fine. I want to say, wasn't he You're like thirty? Man. Wasn't he like thirty-eight? Because he's like he's. Know. I'm pretty sure when he was elected president, he was the youngest elected president in history, or he was he was close to that range. I'd actually. Yeah, I'd I don't think he was. He wasn't uh, younger than JFK. I think JFK is the youngest. Was a little bit. Could be wrong. Either but way, he, he, was, he was still young, you know. though, which is, I mean, which was good. Yeah. Then we got a bunch of 70-year-old dudes, um, which is nothing wrong with that. I don't mind. Here's the thing. It's not that we had a bunch of 70-year-old guys. I don't believe in the whole thing. We need to get young people in there or we need to get old people in there. <laughs> to me, it's just based off of ideas and stuff like that. And Agreed. so I would very much like for Ron Paul to be the president right now. Right. And he's the same know, age as Biden, he, right? Close to yeah, it. Yeah, same age as them. So I, again, I don't really mind the whole the whole age thing doesn't really matter to me. But when it is that everyone at the top is old like that, it does seem like it's an oligarchy. It yeah, so. it gets into that um, Queen Elizabeth territory where mm -hmm. you're like, why do I feel like I'm living in England? The way that people talk about politicians, it's just exactly it's weird, dude. I, I can't stand it. Uh, but speaking of fighting, uh, yeah, <laughs> we. Uh, we have a uh, big fight this weekend, big card. It did have, so a Stipe Miocic versus Francis Naganu. And then it was supposed to, the co-main was supposed to be uh, Volkanovski versus uh, Brian Ortega. And, but that got canceled because Volkanovski, he's from Australia and he tested positive for COVID. So he's going to be out for like 60 years due to it yeah. since he's in Australia. <laughs> It's uh, true. <laughs> if he moves, they really put him is. in jail. <laughs> yeah. uh, and so that got caught off. And then I forget what else is on the card. There's, oh, yeah, Tyron Woodley's on the card, and he's the former welterweight champion. But, uh, and I think hopefully if we get the, just to talk about that fight, then we'll get to the main event. Uh, if we get the Tyron Woodley that, it's firing on all cil cylinders that's engaged and in the fight and, and, and ready to be there to fight and not someone who is more civilized. Cause once then I think he will win. Cause the problem is, is that once somebody becomes civilized to the, we're like when they get in the cage, I'm not talking about outside the cage, but when they get in the cage and they, uh, well, I don't really want to hurt this person and stuff like that. That's when you see them lose. Yeah. And I think Tyron Woodley's kind of, kind of been there. Uh, or, or or afraid to kind of engage and do something. Mm. And so uh, I think Tyron can win, but the main event of this fight is the second time Stipe and Francis have fought. And in the first fight, Stipe had won by decision. He took him down, used his wrestling, and didn't stand with him. And if, for anybody who doesn't know Francis Nuganu, that dude will knock you down to the underworld. <laughs> I mean, he is... Uh, he's from <laughs> Africa. He used to work in the um, sand fields, sand mines, or whatnot. He's a heavyweight, and the dude is built like a superhero. I mean, he is just ripped and strong and knocks people's heads off. Yeah. And so he definitely has the possibility of knocking Steve A. Miocic out. But when him and Steve A. first fought, Francis was relatively. Uh, new to MMA, so he he did you know fight in the championship fight with Stipe, but uh, so it's possible that his takedown defense has gotten better and his ground game has gotten better. But man, I just think kind of how it goes. Unless he knocks him out, I think Stipe 
may even win by TKO. Hmm. Get them to the ground, ground and pound, pound them. If not like that, then by unanimous decision. But I'm calling probably like a fourth round TKO by Cipe. Yeah. Uh, ground and pound. Hmm. That's what I think. <laughs> That's going to be a fun fight. Cipe is the greatest heavyweight of all time. Is this one also going to be at 3 a.m.? Like, no, this one every- is not. Well, probably for you, <laughs> not for me. <laughs> Dude, that's the only. That's I, we've talked about this in the past, but like, it's my only thing about watching them on the night that they happen. Like, yeah, it, it starts rolling around to eleven, and I'm like, I could just sleep. Or exactly, you know what I mean. That's for me. It has everything to do with who's fighting. I don't watch every Agreed. UFC card yeah. and stuff like that. You know, if I'm up, maybe I will. If it's, you know, something I don't really care about. But yeah, man, Stipe, he defeated Daniel Cormier three or two times. He defeated him two times. And Daniel Cormier, to me, is one of the best mixed martial artists of all time. And then uh, he defended the belt three times. And so uh, I think it's up to five now that he's at the belt because he lost the belt to DC and then defended it twice. And before that, he had defended it twice. I think he has done like five defenses of the heavyweight belt. And so, uh, yeah, he's the greatest of all time. Because before that, I think the longest run was two title defenses, two or three. And Stipe is a beast, man. Sorry, I can't, <coughs> camera's moving around. Oh, you're good. Um, So what's going on with uh, Ghislaine Maxwell? <laughs> oh, yeah. So... Basically, what's going on with that is that a judge just ordered the uh, her case details to be sealed because the details are too shocking for the public to know about. <laughs> so, okay. yeah, I'm I like, yeah, about this. yeah, protect pedophiles because that's too oh. probably what it is, you know, in, in defense of the judge, which I still think you need to do the right thing. Um, but in defense of the judge, based off of what we saw, you know, the judge that uh, I think it's, it may still be the same judge over the case. I don't know. I have to go back and check. Yeah. But the judge that was over her case, um, her husband and her son was shot and killed. And so it could be one of those things that if she is the judge, that'd be in the back of her mind, or if it's the next judge, if it's someone else, that's probably in the back of their mind because the, the gunman was really there to take her out. Right. So, yeah, that's crazy, I, man. Like, there's some powerful it. people involved in this. Yeah, I get it, but I mean, someone needs to put the information out there. I don't. I've never liked the. And this is whether it's been at like it's been in a school situation or when I was a kid or like mm-hmm. I know churches have done this in the past where they they don't release information to whether it's like their people or the public or whatever the case may be. Uh, and they always say it's like out of this, um, like to protect someone or do whatever. But I'm like, why are you hiding the truth from people? Exactly. Especially in the situation with the judge. It's like, why does the judge get to decide whether I can partake in understanding what was going on in this case? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like where completely agree, dude. It's ridiculous, man. Cause it's have some courage and do with the right thing, which is something that's easier said than done, but it's easier done once said. And the victims that have been have had their lives destroyed, it's for them, you know. It's not for me, yeah. it's not for you, it's not for anyone else. 
as for them and for the truth to come to light yeah. so that everyone who is involved in that can be uh, brought to justice. Everybody's and obsessed so, with that whole, like, say their name voodoo, so, like, why not put the victims of this thing out as well? It's like, if exactly. people want to be consistent about their, their viewpoints, uh, why not, you know... Uh, do this. And here's the thing is that we all know that more than likely... Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> if I was a betting <laughs> man, I would agree. Yes. If, yep. if I had to make That's what I'm saying. an educated bet and there was money on the line, I would bet that he did not kill himself either. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so there's definitely, we all know there's nefarious stuff going on and there's a lot of wealthy people, politicians, governments, uh, other governments than just the U.S. that are that are involved. So... Yeah, so that's what that's about. Uh, they're trying to bring back crap. the filibuster to uh, yeah, the just the one. Senate, the real one, where if anybody's ever seen, I think it's, is it Mr. Smith Goes to Washington? That's the movie where I learned about what or like what a filibuster was, where you have to stand up in front of, uh, uh, I guess, the House or the Senate, depending on, I think this one is pre- uh, specifically for the Senate. Uh, yeah, but you have to stand up in front of uh, either one of those uh, groups of people, and essentially just like talk and stand there, and you can do it as long as you want. But if you if you sit down or I think stop talking for any extended period of time, you your filibuster is over and a vote can go through. So people would use this stuff in order to. Um, uh, to stop, stop, yeah, yeah, essentially to stop bills or you know stop legislation, whatever the case may be, and um, it, it's really funny. I was thinking about it the other night. I was like, this would be really fun to get in to the House or the Senate and just like read Anatomy of the State to them. Be like, I am about to filibuster, and then be like, <laughs> the first book we'll be reading today is Anatomy of the State. <laughs> no, it would be. What would be better is to basic get in economics. there and be like, open up the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> you, could, you could take basic economics in there and be like, we're going to have oh, yeah. sit and have a lesson today so that you all understand what you're supposed to be doing. It would be even better just to be so you could be there for a long time, just bring the Bible there and just open it. <laughs> in the beginning. People, people have done that. People have done That's- that in the past. Or they'll open up and they'll go to like Psalms or, or just, you know, uh, one of a really long book and just start going. Uh, and, you know, take I'd it be cracking jokes the whole time. I'd be like, when it talks about if I brought the Lord of the Rings book in there, I'd be like, Joe Biden, I mean Sauron. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just saying crap like that. Um, is uh, is your next thing about the uh, the stuff going on around the world with the the protests, the the lockdown protests? Yes. Do you want to yes. explain that? So. The Dems went from Black Lives Matter and the left went from Black Lives Matter to Blue Lives Matter in less than a year. So uh, we'll get to that in a second and maybe you can connect that. But uh, basically what that topic was about is um, how we've just seen with the left while Trump was in office that Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. And then all of a sudden, we have Capitol Riot or the Capitol Police at the uh, White House. We have the National Guard there. We have fences with barbed wire all around there. 
yeah. and you know his administration for the most part haven't done anything for black people the only thing i know that they have done for the black community is the uh some legislation giving specifically giving to black people and people of color uh 5.2 million dollars that are our farmers uh, uh specifically for our farming and for anyone who doesn't know farming there's basically no money in it and so the government's su- constantly subsidizing everybody that's in farming that's called fascism I don't know. I, I, exactly. I say it's so funny. I say this to people all the time now. Anyone, people will go, the government is giving, uh, it is infusing like this business or this company, or they get subsidized in this way by the government. And I go, that is literal fascism. When the yep. government, when, when the state and the private sector merge into one, that's fascism. It's not this garbage exactly. that you hear about, uh, Trump, uh, or any of these other things. It's literally the state. And the private sector merging together. It's, well, here's the thing, really man, irritating. is that you have all these protests going on for these um, black people who were killed. Uh, you know, heck, I mean, Seattle's been protesting or Portland's been to- protesting for a while. I forget where the other cities that the protests were in right now. Uh, and you don't hear anything from the media, nothing yep. from Democrats, yep. nothing at all. But the second that you know, they've been milking the whole Capitol riot and QAnon for a long time. So, so much so to where Joe Biden has, you know, until the fall, uh, the National Guard there and Capitol Police. And, you know, they just believe, uh, use a bunch of conspiracy theories to uh, justify them needing the National Guard of these states and, you know the capital police of or the capital police and then the DC yeah. police. So. It's in, it's insane because I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but the National Guard is supposed to protect us, right? Right, it, right. They're they're state specific. Well, here here's so the thing. why are it's they? How, uh, well, they called the Florida National Guard a bunch of national states National Guards, and then Ron DeSantis eventually was like, "No, we're pulling them." Yeah, and you know. And then other states follow suit. But here's the thing is that the cap for those who don't know, the Capitol has been protesters have gone into the Capitol and, and people have actually rioted in the Capitol quite a lot from people on the left. I mean, to just throw one glaring example out there, the Kavanaugh hearings and going to Pelosi's office, uh-huh. all that kind of stuff. The first time people on the right do it they were banging on the doors and stuff when kavanaugh was getting uh yes yeah, yeah, i remember i remember <laughs> and the, you just saw media coverage after media coverage about the capital riots and every freaking politician on the left milking it and here's the thing i'm fully agree that those who rioted should be prosecuted but i there's obviously a a bias there but here's the thing is that all of a sudden you go from what's that that chick in the capitol riot her name was Uh, i believe it was ashley babbitt i want to say yeah and she got shot by she wasn't going in anywhere she was just hanging around i don't know if you've seen the video but she was just hanging around and she got shot didn't have a weapon on her nothing so and i I think the so this is this is the 
the interesting thing about this, right, is every everybody wants to equate what happened over the summer with um, rioters in different cities, right, where people, stuff was getting burned mm-hmm. down, right? People lost their livelihoods because of a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I really would be curious to know, just from, like, normal people, what their definition of a riot is. Or, if like, if I was to ask... Uh, a, a stranger on the street, right? That I didn't know, and I was like, right. "What? What is a riot? What do you think a riot is? What has to happen in order for it to be considered a riot?" And yeah. if if I was to to ask people and give them a scenario where, and and let's take everything, we'll just make it a blank building, right? Right. And a group of people go into this building. They walk around. They mm-hmm. put their feet up on desks. Um, there and ev- there's some people outside pushing people around. You know, there's some other stuff going on, right? Things are getting a little bit rowdy, right? And then I was to tell you that after a while, all of these people left, and then another group of people came back who owned this building, quote unquote, and they got together and had a meeting that night because their meeting was disrupted earlier in the day. And then I gave you the same scenario, except that building got burned to the ground. Yeah. Right? I understand this is very simple. I'm I'm simplifying this. But that's essentially the difference between these two things. Congress yep. was back in in that building that night. Did the exact same thing. Everything got pushed through. That was it, right? No more threat. Wasn't even one single armed person there. And if you're thinking about people... On the left versus the right, you would think they would be armed. Yeah. So um, listen, what else? I, again, I, I I don't think that I, it, this is the pro- and we're gonna we'll get into this later with um some of one of the news stories, but mm-hmm. there is this almost like sensationalized thing that's going on where people just want something to be a certain way instead of yep. looking directly at it and paying attention to all the information and getting it there right like we've talked about i think we've talked about this before on the show but nobody thinks that someone killing someone else is good right right no if, one thinks that you know defense is one thing but i'm, I'm saying like if if someone murder it, yeah murder someone like no one's arguing unless they're actually crazy that that was a good thing like your your friends who think politically like different than you they probably don't think that murder is okay um right you know, given given the correct information, given the uh, I, I just don't think that's the case a majority of the time. Right. And so right. to to kind of put all of this in here as if like the people are saying like, hey, maybe like it wasn't quite as bad as you were saying you, you think that it was. Um, and then they immediately equate you with those people because they think you're defending mm-hmm. everything. And it's like, no. I'm trying to help you understand that there's a severity in these things, right? Like they want to bring up 9/11 all the time with this, and I go, no one back went back into the two towers after 9/11 happened, right? There was right. nothing to go back to. Exactly. The, the uh, Congress went back it in w- and voted. When when you and I talk about these things, or it's not is exactly what you said. We're trying to point out the bias, the distortion. It's like okay, the left can do these things in this instance. The left can do these things, yeah, but the right can't. As soon as the right can't, and as soon as it, here's the thing, as soon as it affects the elites, and by the elites, I mean the dim elite, all of a sudden it's, 
we got to go at them hard. Yeah. FBI, everyone. We're going to get that guy who's making memes and for that connects yep. to this. We're going to do all this stuff. I but mean, man, it, and this is something that Maria Rothbard talks about in Anatomy of the State. It's that the state will uh, punish you harder for enacting anything against them than they will a private citizen. Yep. A hundred percent of the time. Yep. You, it's why you're seeing this. Ha- ha- I mean, you last year was a, pro- a prime example, or you know, January and last year, prime example of that, right? If right. if you do anything, and and Bitcoin in, in the Bitcoin community, this is a thing too. Like Bitcoin hurts the state, and so yep. any opportunity they get to to strike a blow, they go at people hard. I mean, you're talking like lifetime sentences for some of these people who um, are like deep into the stuff or who have cr- tried to to create alternate currencies to decentralize it away from the fed um, right so it's a problem and and, we'll, and oh sorry well and getting back on point to what's going on right now and you have everything going on with people protesting or really around the world uh yep. protesting lockdowns protesting um the uh, vaccine passport stuff that we talked about last week yep. that people are t- protesting yeah people are tired of this stuff and they're mm-hmm. being they're they're being ignored or they're being uh, villainized because it does not fit what normies the media think. Wants. Yes, what the media, yep. what the people, generally people in power, no matter the the political side. Um, and at this point, people are starting to see. Obviously, everyone does it, but people are starting to see that it's not about your safety and your health, and about the best your best interests. It's what we have said that we've been yeah. reiterating in our podcast. That's the government's after their best interest, and that's always about power and control. Can I? Uh, I'm going to tell you something that happened today. Nobody I work with listens to this, so it doesn't really matter, except for Justin. <laughs> Justin might, but uh, one of the people that I work with sent a text message uh, in like a group thing for work today, mm-hmm. and it said that uh, if you get the vaccine. Uh, and you show them this this the thing that I sent you today that I'm not talking about because I'm not giving away uh, certain secrets. There's certain things I want to hold close to the chest. But <laughs> if if you go there and you show them your vaccine uh, card that they give you, yep. they'll give you a free donut, one free donut every day. And I, I told someone that I work with, I was like, you know, what's funny is that you you see a place that is giving you sugary dough giving that away to people, right? Something that's very unhealthy for you, right? After you're doing <laughs> that's something what I was about in, to say. Yeah, in the name of health. Um, but you would never see a place like Gold's Gym be like, hey, we'll give you uh, one free workout a week if you show us your card, right? I mean, I say that right. now. I, I could wake up tomorrow and they <laughs> that, that's a thing. And they say that. Um, but they're they're doing this for money. It has nothing to do with you getting because you're not going to walk into Krispy Kreme and only get one donut. Exactly. It's not going to happen. That's the thing. And all that goes back to your health. And it's it's funny because, well, we're not talking about COVID, so I'm not going to get into that. But right. yeah, yeah. Right. people protesting right. around the world for all those reasons, for the lockdowns and for the mask and, <laughs> and the vaccine and the vaccine passports and stuff like that. Speaking of other health crises going on in the world. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is. Let's be, let, let's leave out the, the one word because you two, I don't, I don't know if, this whole thing will ever even go up on YouTube, but um, you talking it, about cheese pizza? Yeah, the uh, so <laughs> what's a yeah? Do you want to? So I'll, I'll lead on this. Okay. So uh, <laughs> a judge from was it Mississippi or Missouri? 
Mm, oh crap! I done I forgot. Remember, uh, keep talking, and I'll I'll figure out. Where so it is. I think it's I think it's oh crap! Milwaukee. I really think it's Milwaukee. Okay, yeah. so Wisconsin. Yes, and it's a child court judge at that. Uh, he and he was also the former president of the what was it the drag queen Queen story hour foundation foundation drag queen story hour foundation um and if i remember they go into libraries and schools and dress up and they read to little kids and stuff like that and one of them and one of them they uh twerked should taught the kids how to twerk because every kid needs to (laughs) know that that's definitely not um inappropriate to put it mildly and so uh child abuse just to say it straightforward yeah um but it was come to light that he participated in and uploaded 27 images of young children or children and that cheese were pizza. inappropriate i just fig- i just and- realized what the cheese pizza thing means <laughs> that's what it- i was like cheese pizza and i was like oh of course yeah. So for those who don't know, cheese pizza stands for what inappropriate videos and pictures of young children would be. And it's the code name um, that has been used in the past by these perpetrators. So, and because YouTube bans that specific word or words, uh, that's why people say cheese also pizza. why people say cheese pizza. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know it's I'm funny. Not shocked, I, man. Yeah, I know I'm not shocked either. Uh, <laughs> listen, I don't. Have any- I mean, when you have, when you have, um, this is just the truth. I don't care if you're yeah. straight, gay, Christian, not Christian, uh, male, female. If you're going to children and teach them how to move any body part and like twerking, for example. Yeah, uh, that's child abuse, and there's something seriously wrong with a person. There's something more underlining that's going on. And this guy uploaded two documents using the uh, his government account. Yeah, there. Background checks, so. people. At least, at least do some of that on on this stuff before you bring people in. Like, yeah, and I mean, he's. I thankfully, uh, I don't think I don't think anyone was uh, that from the story time thing was affected by that. As far as it wasn't. I, I didn't hear anything or read anything that said that yeah. it was any of those people. It was just I was gonna say stuff that he got. I feel bad for uh, his, no matter who it is, I feel bad for his husband and his fa- his family. Yeah, and you know, uh, no matter what uh, your situation is, it's it's just you know sucks for them because now you're, I mean associated with something that's absolutely horrible and i think they had a family too so bro they went so easy on this guy children he was held he was held overnight has been ordered to stay off social media uh and file sharing services and is not allowed near any children except the two that he adopted with his husband what yeah i didn't even i forgot about that i actually read that and forgot what is wrong with i mean what you doing, Milwaukee? Man. What are you doing? I want to slap the person that said that. I genu- genuinely want to slap the person. I just want to be- <laughs> slap some sense into you real fast. <laughs> like, come on. It's like you need to be on a V8 commercial and somebody needs to slap you upside the head and say, you should have had a V8. Like, what are you doing? These are children. 
you know uh, bro, i don't know children yeah oh my gosh like what is wrong with our society you know just as a whole that something like this is what people talk about when they talk about injustice being done and stuff this is exactly mm-hmm. where people are coming from is because you have situations like this where someone pretty much gets off scot-free at least for the right now the and this is my problem with bell this is my problem with bell i don't think bell should be a thing i think either if they're violent and, and a danger to society and I'm not saying we have to discuss those details because I know that there's right. some nuance in there, right? I'm just saying if they're a danger to society, they shouldn't be released. Yeah. If they're not a danger to society, release them. Yeah, and, and I, wait yeah, for I, I agree. That's simple. They, I, I tend to find bail to be um, predatory to some degree. And it's classes. Yeah, absolutely. Which, why not? All right. You ready <laughs> to get into the, the main topic? Because all of the, we're going to get into a lot of this. Um, hey, I'm just calling it for what it is. You're right. It's classes. You're, yeah, you're you absolutely know? right. Um, man, where do we want to start with this? You want me to just go ahead and I, I can I can play this clip. Uh, oh gosh! And then we is can, it a four hour clip? No, it's uh, <laughs> it's a minute and seventeen seconds. Um, okay. I've edited Let's most of the clips down, so all of, all of the full clips will be in the the show notes. But I'm really just trying uh, with everything that we've done. I want everyone to get a sense for what we're talking about. And if you want to see everything in the absolute full context, which you generally will not get from mainstream media. Uh, there mm-hmm. are some. There were some clips that I found, or that they were showing clips, being like, "This person said this," and it was literally like, uh, "This happened," and it was like a three-second clip, and you're like, "There's no context to this." How right. am I? Supposed are you to getting know? into the first topic or second topic? Oh, that's right. We have to talk about. Uh... Okay, that's why I said four hour. Back up. Yeah, Joseph's keeping me in line because I'm already ready to get into this other one. Yeah, no, you're good. Um, I've, been, I've been waiting for this one. Yeah, I, I, we have to talk about Justice League. Um, let me. Work did you out, you finished so it right? No, I didn't. You did. Crap, <laughs> it's okay. You see, you seen the original cut? The theatrical seen the original cut, one, and I got Whedon's two cut. hours into this one. Okay, so that. Right. Uh, you. I was gonna finish it last night, but I was like, I would rather sleep. Um. What are your sort of initial thoughts? And then I'll kind of fill in the gaps. Uh, first off, it's bloated. Beyond belief. This is one of the most bloated movies I have seen. So I was like, you could, I mean, definitely at a minimum, you could chop 30 minutes from this. I but really, right. you could sincerely chop an hour, if not more, and have a steady flow. And I think yeah. it's just a problem of, Zack Snyder and, and whoever else trying to do too much with one movie. I mean, it's basically they copy, try to copy Marvel, <laughs> but instead of working from the beginning to the end, like Marvel did, they just went from the end and was trying to work back to the beginning. Uh-huh. As uh, you know, you got Saint, for example, just, I'll just throw one out there. You got Thanos. Spoilers, he's to get, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. He's trying to get all the, uh, uh, the infinity, jewels, what freaking infinity stones. Yeah. Uh, man, I know this crap. I just call them jewels, uh, the <laughs> stones okay. and, and everything. So, you know, it can control all life and all that crap. Well, then with DC, they're trying to get the three boxes and the anti-life equation so that dark side can control all life. And so yeah, they're both literally, it's like both of the big bads. I mean, and I get it, I guess three comics. big bags. Actually, you have. Stephen Wolf, and then you have the Sod, who and 
and literally I know DC. Yeah. And I know comics. And I'm like, okay, I know this isn't Dark Side, but that sounds very close to <laughs> the Dark Side. And then you have Dark Side, and it's all through, you know. Joker's there too. <laughs> randomly, kind of, like that doesn't even make movie. sense. It's, so it, it was very forced. Joker scene was very that's a lot of the stuff came as forced. There's one part, just to I'll say this and yeah. I'll let you get into you're good, it. You're good. Uh there's one part with Lois Lane, and it's actual. This is after multiple scenes of Lois Lane being sad because Superman's dead and all that stuff, and she's going through his things and everything like that. And I'm like, we get it. She's sad. Why is this in the movie? Fast forward. <laughs> I don't need to see this. I already got that. Like she was walking, and that's the thing. Even before that. She was walking sad, giving a cop a uh, coffee, <laughs> yeah. like in the rain. Uh, random, bad scene. And then what's the other thing? I think there, there uh, was a flash or someone, someone, some people, some of the heroes are walking up um, the stairs, and there's random like heavy metal, metal music, music playing. playing. Yeah, and it's like, like makes what? no sense. <laughs> there's nothing. And then they're just like walking up the stairs. You're like, ah. and that bot that scene in particular bothered me because it's, and this, uh, going off of that a little bit, m- one of the complaints I have is that Batman doesn't really have anything to do in this movie. He, I mean, he's getting everyone together, right? But he doesn't feel like yes. Batman now. And I'll, right. and I'll actually, I'll give uh, Batman v Superman. This Batman feels like Batman in that he's fighting right. people like obviously everyone was upset with that movie because he was super violent and like killing people i guess um, but that's that version of uh right of they, he was going for yeah he was going for something right um, right so as far as the snyder cut is concerned um after watching the whole thing i will say that it is a better movie it, it it is yeah oh absolutely it has the uh the benefit of being four hours long Yep. But it is a better movie. Um, it makes sense. The Generally, the, the plot goes in a direction that is uh, understandable. And people, there's not just w- kind of like weird, disjointed stuff happening. And, cer- you know, with that amount of time, he's able to give character to uh, people like Cyborg, who didn't have character yeah. in the original cut. Um, Stephen Wolf. Stephen, yeah, Stephen Wolf is a little more fledged out, even though at the end of the day he's still just sort of the the bad guy you know what well, i mean he is, it, they, they, they give him like get back in dark side's good graces the problem yeah. is is that they didn't show what he did yeah it's like what to get why? out of his good graces that's what i'm saying is it's it's one of those things that it's like he's just sort yeah. of typical bad guy that they they kind of like okay we got to give him something so people kind of understand why he's doing this but they were like he messed up and he's just trying to get back into uh, back on Dark uh, Dark Side's good graces, and so it's whatever. Um, this movie. I wanna, hang on, let me let me okay. interject here and say this. Okay. I think the best way I can sum it up is to say this movie is definitely better than Josh Whedon's version. Yeah, but even if it had the, I think even if Zack Snyder only did two hours or two and a half hours, it'd be better than Josh Whedon just because that was such a low bar. It was such a terrible movie. One, of, <laughs> it was not good. Terrible uh, CG. But bad secondly. In that. It, yeah, CG's terrible in that. It solves the problems of the first movie, yeah, right. But it creates its own problems. Yeah, not to mention that we probably aren't going to see anything else come out of this. Yep, exactly. So 
this is the most self-indulgent movie I think I've ever seen. I swear, like, Zack Snyder gets, like, pleasure out of this movie because it's almost like you can see him on screen just being like, mm, yeah, like, I <laughs> am a director. Like, that kind yeah. of mentality because, okay, so it's four hours long. It's in four by three aspect ratio. So for those of you that don't know, most films, most movies are 16 by nine, meaning it's widescreen. Um, and you do that because you you get a, more of an epic feel, right? The mm-hmm. only movie that I've seen there, there. Okay, so it's not totally true, but the only movie I've seen in recent times that was mm-hmm. in four by three was The Lighthouse. And that was done on purpose because it was trying to give a more claustrophobic uh, atmosphere to the film because Mm -hmm. everything is squished in. You're focused very much on specific characters or scenes. You're not supposed to to kind of get this feeling of being able to breathe very well. Right. So watching watching Snyder's uh, cut of Justice League, that's the first thing on my mind, you know, because you (laughs) the movie starts and it goes uh, this movie was. is in 4-3 aspect ratio to uh, keep with the director's uh, initial intention. And I go, that is a lie. That is an absolute <laughs> lie. There is no way, there is absolute, and now, it, listen, it, it's a lie on, I think, on two ends, right? Uh, it's a lie because the studio never would have let that happen if his cut had been released in theaters originally. Yep. It's also a lie because he didn't figure that out until later, right? So, because right. apparently one of the reasons, uh, one of his conditions for coming back and doing this was that he got full artistic control, which is very obvious, right? <laughs> but the movie, there are scenes in that movie that are in uh, sixteen by nine in the original cut. So a lot of right. the stuff that goes on with like the Amazons. Um, I'm trying to remember what. Oh, oh the scene where Superman ret- like comes back and he's fighting all of them. A lot of that stuff that they kept in the Whedon version. It's all in 16 by nine. Um, I've heard that the reason that it was apparently filmed like this is because of uh, it, apparently four by three is the uh, actual size of an IMAX film. Uh, I, I call BS on that. Not that that's not the case for an IMAX film, but but who's watching this in IMAX? What exactly. IMAX theater no is one. open? I, I don't. I, it, it doesn't make sense. Now, I had yeah. heard that reshoots had been done on this movie, and apparently, yeah. that's not a hundred percent true. Like, apparently, a lot of this was his original footage, and they okay. just it, they pulled like what they uh, a Han uh, or like a solo with this, where they basically reshot ninety percent of the movie and added in. Well, in this in the case of Justice League with the reshoots, they added in jokes from Joss Whedon because they were worried yeah. that uh, the mo- the movie was going to be another Batman v Superman, which everyone hated because it was just sad and depressing. And y- you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so with Josh Whedon's version, there was too much comedy to where you couldn't take it serious. And it was it, bad. It, it was not. It, funny. it was. Yeah. Just from that <laughs> aspect. Whereas with J- Zack Snyder has a tendency to come off as, as super serious so you do want some comic relief but and there's a little force yeah there is there's but it little. just like flash is better in Zack snyder's version but still 
a lot of his dialogue come across comes across as forced. A lot of the dialogue, there's a lot comes of that. Yeah, it's there's there. definitely sometimes I was groaning. Like a lot of the Amazon dialogue comes off as very yeah. stiff and odd. And um, I mean, this is what you. Yeah. I mean, this is what you get for. I, I just I don't understand. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like Zack Snyder. It's it's kind of. It's like you said, he's an okay director. He's not bad. He has some good movies. But I wouldn't, yeah. personally, I wouldn't choose him to lead a universe. That's just me. Maybe I'm wrong, but I haven't been proven wrong so far. And, you know, it's just the truth. I Just uh, analyzing and critiquing his product. It as, is none of his none of his movies have been good. As someone and this as is, far as with I, the superheroes. Yeah, I'm gonna blow smoke up my butt a little bit with saying this. Like it's not that hard to get especially because you have a uh an outline for this already with what Marvel did. Uh, I think I'm did I lose it, you? Are you there? No, no, uh, no I said yes. Yeah. Like <laughs> it, it, Okay, so really, I could I, what I'm saying is I could do this. I, and I'm not I'm not a DC fan by any any stretch of the imagination. I mean, I like Batman, Superman. Yeah, Superman's kind of lame. Uh, yeah, that's true. Superman is. You know what lame. I mean? Like he's just he's 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 like all powerful. And I know, listen. I know there are DC fans out there are gonna get real pissed about me saying that, but it's just every time they use Superman in a movie, he's the Deus Ex Machina, meaning that he he comes in to save the day. Because he's so powerful that you can't really like everyone else pales in comparison to him, which is also one of the problems with this movie. Because by the end, Batman is kind of just standing around. Like they they give him some stuff to do, <laughs> kind of, but it, he's kind of just there. And that's why I'm saying I don't I don't like the way that they've treated Batman uh, in the mm-hmm. Justice League in particular. Really, in in the whole like Snyder verse or whatever they, yeah. I just don't like him. I I don't think he's he's nearly as good I, I went back and watched the uh, Dark Knight trilogy recently and it's just like for for Christian Bale's faults and his weird voice and you know that that growl thing that he he started doing right man it's just it, those movies are just better and it, that's really they are. man um, they, they really are and it's not it's not Ben Affleck I really no. just think it's Zack Snyder's vision, whoever else's vision for Batman, and they do a bad job of the writing and portraying Batman, and and that version specifically that older version of Batman, which there is, and again they already have the groundwork laid for them with that version of Batman. It's you know what I mean? Yeah, everything's there. You can tell other stories, and you can do spins on the character. As far as movies are concerned, now there are some people who are like, excuse me, hardcore comic book fans. They want. They want like the version, right? Uh, and and I agree with them to some degree, but I also think that there's a lot of flexibility in movies where you can yes, y- you can take what you know of the character and try different things over the mm-hmm. years without having to do the exact same character over and over and over again because that gets boring. Right. Nobody nobody wants to see that, and movies right. are a different outlet than comic books are. You know, yep, you're not going to exactly. have a thirty arc with the same Batman. Like that's just not how it works. There's no time for that, like a 30 movie arc. So, uh, you know, the movie, listen, the movie's fine. It's it's completely passable. I actually like uh, aspects of it. I actually think Superman is pretty good in this version. I know you probably haven't even seen him yet because you're only two hours in. Um, he seems, 
like I, re- I, I this is the one thing I, I kind of took away one of the the few things I, I positive things I took away from the movie. Um, Henry Cavill is a great Superman. Whoa. Oh, he is the best Superman uh, there has been. The number one, he, hands he down. Just, I'm a, C, I'm a man, DC he, fan, more so than a Marvel fan. I like yeah. DC better. Uh, not that I don't, not that I dislike Marvel, but to me, DC is just comic book wise and everything otherwise like leaps and bounds above Marvel. And uh, he is by far just been the best actor to portray Superman. And yeah, to, that to you deep. see it. I, I think it really comes out in this movie. You see sort mm-hmm. of his. Now, obviously, it's taken a three movie arc, if you will, for him to get to this point. Mm-hmm. But he kind of realizes who he is in that that moment and kind of like being the savior of Earth um, right. and accepting who he who he is. But also like you see his humanity more in this one. Um, and, and let me just, ask you a question. Yeah. Go ahead. Finish your oh, I was going to say, yeah, you just you see his humanity more. He He feels like the character I think a lot of people have wanted him to be since all of this started. Mm-hmm. And he gets to be that character for about an hour. <laughs> yeah. So if, before we get to the next topic, I'm going to ask you this last question. What, okay. if you could choose somebody else to lead the DCEU universe to lead it and they're passionate about it, you get them like they're, they really want to, who would you want to do that? Would you want it to be like because the Joker was great? That's part of the DC universe, or I mean, not their oh, that guy, not Zack uh, Snyder's universe, but <laughs> the one with but, yeah, that was Phoenix. a great movie. Yeah, yeah, I've been wanting Joaquin to go back Phoenix, and watch yeah. that. Um, I have to. I don't know, man. It's definitely not J.J. Abrams, and that's who they've got lined up to to now head that entire thing. Um, Gosh, and I don't understand. Doing? I don't understand, dude. He's killed two franchises. He's killed both Star Wars and Star Trek. Isn't he doing Lord of the Rings too? Like I don't a few know, episodes? Dude. I don't know. I don't I don't understand. Like he's not I don't know why he's loved so much. Like I can get behind because I was I was sort of like into what he was doing back when Lost was in its prime. And it was like, oh man, this guy really could be like a new Steven Spielberg. Like he has all this stuff going for him. Yeah, I don't feel that way anymore. Um Oh crap. JJ Abrams is one of the producers on uh Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. TV he's got show. his dude. He's got his fingers in everything. How? Um. So I don't know. I I liked the way that Marvel used to allow certain directors with certain styles to uh film their movies. Like they, so they had like James Gunn. No matter how you feel about James Gunn, uh, right. he has a specific style, and it worked really well for Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, the Russo brothers did a lot of the Captain America stuff because they have a very specific action oriented style. Um, and that worked very well for what they're good at. Right. Mm -hmm. The the problem is, is that there's not enough directors for that. And after a while, everything just starts imitating everything else because you're trying to put these worlds together. And unless you're, and this is why what you saw is a lot of indie directors, they would do like one pretty good movie that people liked. And all of a sudden they're doing like, I mean, Thor Ragnarok was really good, and um, Taika Waititi is an exception to the rule. Um, but I'm pretty sure, like, Ant-Man, um, do, 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 what else? There were some, there's some other, I think there's some, oh, um, the lady who did Wonder Woman was, like, an indie yeah. director, and, and now she's on this massively, like, big-budget movie. She makes one good movie and makes a terrible sequel. And so it's just, they're, a lot of the people that they're bringing in, they're untested. 
and you're yep. testing them on multi-million dollar projects. And that that seems really yeah. weird to me. So the last thing I'll say, dumb, right? Do what? I said that seems really it dumb. Seem dumb. And, it seems uh, insane. It seem, it's one. Thing, it's kind of like it's one thing to to use the NFL analogy, right? You have. I mean, uh, that really wouldn't work because Sean Payton had this career. I mean, not Sean Payton, but uh, Sean McVay had this career of working with these other people. And he was the youngest head coach in NFL history when he got hired. But you just take somebody who's never been a head coach before and gets it and then surrounding them with other head coaches as like the assistant head coach, somebody who used to be a head coach, and then like, you know, all this different experience in the NFL. But that's not really happening. You're having this director giving them you know, this full and total control and then putting them alongside people who also don't have a ton of experience and everything as well. Yes, there are some now. And that's the thing that's so weird is that at one point there. Okay. So it's sort of weird because at one point they were kind of bringing in directors and doing that. At least Marvel was. And then they went to this thing where now the director of a Marvel movie is just, a name on a thing. They have very little control over what goes on. Because if you stay, like, especially with Disney, you saw this with yeah. Lord and Miller when they did uh, Solo. And, and, then, and this actually leads to your point about no one was paying attention, right? It happens more, I think, on the right. Star Wars end than it does on the Marvel end for one yeah. reason or another. But like Lord and Miller come in to do Solo, the movie gets 90% of the way finished. They realize the kind of movie that's being made and they fire them and then bring in Ron Howard. And so, I just don't uh, understand. Uh, I really it, don't like. If you're going to yeah. hire a director, let them do their thing. I get you know under like pay attention. Like the studios should be paying attention to what is going on ahead of time. And I wanted to yep. see a Lord a Lord Miller uh, solo movie. Like release yep. release the Lord and Miller cut. Where is that? Uh, yeah, DC did do a smart job by hiring uh, what's his name that did. Uh, Gardens of the Galaxy. You mentioned them. Oh, James Gunn. Ago. Yeah, James yeah, Gunn. I will be. Wa- uh, yeah, we will be talking about Suicide Squad two when that finally drops on HBO Max. Yeah, um, I definitely want that to. Was uh, good. But so that's my I, I think so. With... We'll see. I, DC. I just don't have any trust in DC, man. I I, I think yeah. that most of the people who like it are just very big DC fans, and they're happy to have whatever scraps that Warner Brothers will throw to them as far as movies are concerned, and. I, I, I'm a few things I'm going to be curious about to see uh, or be curious to see about uh, what happens at, now that the Snyder Cut has been released. Um, yeah. There are a few other movies, including Lord Miller's solo movie, where this has happened. Right. That's one. Right. Another big one was the Fantastic Four movie that came out not too long ago with uh, oh, Michael yeah. Jordan. Um, apparently, the cut that we got is not the original cut of that. So. I'm kind of wondering if we're ending, entering this area of like new director's cuts where they're not going to put these movies in theaters, but maybe they'll spend enough money to get that cut finished and out to give people sort of like this weird alternate version of the film. Now, I could see that more with a Fantastic Four movie than I could ever with the Star Wars stuff. Like, as terrible as a lot of it is, like, they they treat that stuff very sacredly. So I don't know if, if that would ever happen. Um, it doesn't really fit yeah. into that, that dynamic, but I'm just kind of wondering, there's like rumors that Kevin Feige has a cut of, uh, the 2016 ghostbusters movie that's out there. And I'm like, Oh no, <laughs> like, I don't want this to happen. I was like, can we just, just let these things be dead? Let it be a reminder in history of like what goes wrong with massive studio do. interference. Yeah. Um, yep. also just as a final note on, on justice league, 
I think half that movie's in slow motion. Dude, right? Why, dude? Why? There, it's it's so unnecessary. And this is what this is kind of that stuff that I was talking about, where it's like it feels self indulgent. It feels like he's just like really feeling yeah. his roots, trying to be this a- auteur. But there's so much unnecessary slow motion. Like there's the scene with the Amazons where they're like swinging the hammers in slow motion, and then she's going under the door in slow motion, and this, uh, and you're just like, oh my lord! It and makes then Jason Momoa is drinking some whiskey in slow motion. Jake's the waves yeah, hit. He, he, I, the funniest thing that scene in particular that you're talking about, I thought was funny. I was like, okay, so why is Aquaman wearing a ratty uh, tank top? Right? He like comes out of the water in a ratty tank top. Gets the whiskey, right? Right. And then I and I'm and I thought that, and then he goes and he takes the tank top off, and I go, oh, that's why he was wearing a tank top, <laughs> all in slow so motion. Take it off. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, he's he's a, a very well cut man. That's it's very impressive the the work that that they did on him to get him there. It, speaking of that scene in particular, that just seemed pointless. But then, just secondly, that part yeah. when they were singing that Icelandic song. Or whatnot, oh, like after yeah. he left the first time, <laughs> I was like, "What?" It's that <laughs> stuff that, yeah, it's that stuff that you're that you go. I, I like again, as a does that make sense? Yeah, as someone who who just edits videos for YouTube, I could have helped you cut stuff out of that movie to make it just the pacing just a little bit slicker. You know, it's like not necessarily giving up details or story elements, but we don't need to know that there are people that sing to Aquaman, <laughs> like sing his praises when he right. helps them with things or that he likes to drink whiskey on a dock <laughs> without a shirt on. You know what I mean? It's just, and yeah. then, you know, he like smashes that whiskey bottle. And I go, isn't this guy like really big into environmentalism? Like, why would he <laughs> Dude, do I that? The same thing. Like, <laughs> I literally did. When he walked out there with, uh, the, the, the whiskey glass and everything bottle, I was like, is he about to chunk this like into the sea or yeah. like off to the side it's, or is he going to break looks, it? It looks like, so cool, but you're also encouraging litter. Yeah. Like encouraging he, polluting like the ocean. Not, yeah. Aquaman doesn't do that. He wants the exact opposite. Like come exactly. On Literally his character wants the exact opposite. All right. Oh, brother. Well, on a more serious note, we're going to get into, um, you should get a picture of Zack Snyder hanging behind you <laughs> next to your best <laughs> you do like the um the uh the joker get the joker tattoo across his forehead says damaged or whatever <laughs> oh, that'd be great this yeah. is gonna hurt really really bad <laughs> <laughs> all right um so we're gonna get into this next topic i'm just gonna go ahead and play this first clip so oh, that yeah people kind of get a reference point for what we're talking about with some stuff that went down in Atlanta last week. We want to start with a horrific shooting rampage in Georgia that has left eight people dead. CBS News has learned that President Biden has been briefed on the attacks. Here's what we know so far. 21-year-old Robert Aaron Long was taken into custody. Police say video evidence led them to believe he was behind the shootings at three different spas in the Atlanta metro area last night. Six of the eight... Six of the eight dead... Sorry, Emory. Sorry, six of the eight dead are said to be Asian women, um, but investigators have not said whether or not the attacks are racially motivated. CBS News national correspondent Mark Strassman is in Atlanta with more on this. The shooting spree began around 5 p.m. Monday at Young's Asian Massage Parlor in Cherokee County, 30 miles north of Atlanta. 
two victims died at the scene, two more at the hospital. Less than an hour later, police were called to Gold Spa, an Atlanta massage parlor, where police say three women who appeared to be Asian had been shot and killed. While at that, at that location, we received another call across the street and shots fired. That location was aromatherapy spa, where another victim, who also appeared to be an Asian woman, died. Which is unfortunate. It's not really making any sense how this happens at a massage spa. Okay. Um, uh, where do we want to start? Man. That's a... I guess a good starting point would be what do you think led to this? That is a very Being heavy question. Blasted everywhere. Okay, so the reason in yeah. the media. So the reason we're talking about this is that uh this incident uh with the sh- the eight people that were killed in Atlanta, um it was from what the research that I, I did on this, uh, it was four Korean women, two other Asian women uh, that were not I identified, um, one white man and one white woman. And yeah. the narrative, and I'm going to say narrative, and I want to be very clear about this. Uh, yep. The narrative is that this was a racially charged shooting. There is no real evidence that that is the case. Other no than, yes. Yeah, well, I'm saying no real because I found one dude who I'll actually play clips from later who is both Korean and conservative. Oops. And he's the only person I I found, right? I watched, guys, I watched probably 20 reports on this, just tried to find different different uh, different things to, to figure out what's going on and kind of get inside the head of people who are saying that all like there's all of this racially charged stuff going on. Um, but with this incident in particular, the only thing I found was from this guy and he was saying that there is a, like people have been sharing that someone who was in one of the massage parlors heard him say, uh, I want to kill all Asians. Now I've never been in an actor active shooter situation. I've never been under that kind of pressure, but I promise you something like that would not hold up in court. If if they brought her in, I I believe it was a woman who who said this. If they brought her in to court and tried to say to to get a racially charged, um, like a hate crime, uh, sentence for this guy, it it wouldn't go anywhere, because guns are loud, and you're freaking out, and he maybe he was yelling, you know, no one knows for sure. Um, right. The, the other reason, and then I'll let you jump in. Uh is that most of the time, and I would say a majority of the time, when a mass shooting occurs, the person who perpetrates that wants people to know why they did it. Yep. Why in that, it, you've you've just murdered eight people. Why in that moment would you lie about your motive? Why? Yeah, after you're caught and everything. There's no, what's the, what's the reason? Exactly. And so, I think... You know, for for one reason, the reason why we saw this is for the media to paint that that narrative of systemic injustice, um, racism, white versus people of color, um, 
let's go down, you know, let's go down that road. Let's let's get this back in their face as we finally had something that happened. And he clearly came out and said, this is a deranged individual, an evil, wicked, deranged individual. Yes. And nobody that is reasonable uh, supports violence against anyone and murdering anyone. Like we and this earlier. dude claimed to yeah. be a Christian and all that crap. And like he did it to eliminate his temptation is, you know, some of the reports I read uh, from both the, uh, the sheriff departments there and the FBI. And so, hang on. Do you, you believe, know, do you, do you believe that? Like, what, so, that he, so he, he, uh, cause this is the thing. And I, I think this is where people are sort of, this is why, one of the reasons I got really pissed off about uh, a lot of the stuff that people were sharing on social media about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy comes out and he, and he says that it, it was this sexual temptation and that he was trying to remove it from him. And I kind of believe him. Yeah. Because I, I, I can go ahead. It's, it's one of those things where any I, I've, and I saw, dude, I'm telling you, like I, I had to like get off of social media last week when all of this started mm-hmm. kind of popping off. Um, because people were just making statements. They were just like, I saw, I literally saw one where, uh, someone, said I, there, there was like a conversation going on and someone replied to them uh, like I guess they were asking like how do you know without evidence that this guy uh was racially motivated in this and they said well just look at him he looks like someone who would do this based off of the race of people and I'm just like what what, what do people like that look like I mean it's, yeah it's, I mean don't get me wrong it's because dude- of this character caricature of what the media has portrayed yeah and that's the thing people need to get out of the mainstream media because I'm saying on the left and the right, I'm talking about both Fox news, CNN, MSNBC, CBS, ABC, all of them. They're trying to get across their specific agenda. Yes. And it is not to serve you. It's not in your best interest. It's not to care for you. It's to keep themselves in a position of power. So if you can, if we can keep, uh, the, citizens fighting amongst themselves and worried about themselves and they won't be worried about us. And so it's that type of mentality. Everything we know so far is that this wasn't racially motivated and that this guy had a sex addiction and he had, I think his girlfriend had broken up with him. I want to say, and he couldn't uh, get sex anymore from her. And, you know, allegedly that's why he was going to these massage parlors now yeah allegedly we don't know i don't know if they'll if if that will ever uh be known to the public it is so i mean you you and i both grew up grew up in georgia you always heard people talk about these massage parlors in places where they weren't just massage yeah they weren't just massage let's just say no i mean robert Kraft just got the the patriots owner uh of an nfl franchise and other people just got what was it last year the year before last busted for going to juniper florida and you know having sexual acts performed on them and everything and and other parlors uh massage parlors as well and so that's the thing is that uh this dude first off i want to say he is not a christian you know him saying that you know, I wanted to eliminate my temptation. That is not at all. I think any yeah. reasonable person knows that is not at all what Jesus is talking about. No, not at all. And um, not not only that, but to see like to see people come out and just start pointing. This is what happens, man. Is like you see people come out and they just start pointing the finger at whoever is 
most convenient for them to to get to, right? So they're like, churches, you need to do better. And I and I sent this to you. I was like, and and we've talked about this a lot, uh, just privately, but people like to believe that the church is just a collective. So, but the church is not responsible for an individual who comes in, hears the gospel and then goes out and murders people. You can't connect those two things. That's so disingenuous, and that's so much of what you're seeing, is that people are taking, they're literally grabbing things out of thin air based on uh, no evidence, right? Yep. Well, here's And saying things that are, are happening in a specific way. Instead of, and this is the problem with the church angle of that, is they're not looking at this guy as an individual and going, this and this is a problem. It's, they're not actually hearing him, right? I get it. He murdered eight people, right? But then why would he lie about his motive for murdering eight people? Exactly. I just, I doesn't. It doesn't make sense. And so, well, here's the thing: is that we talk about this a lot on this podcast. Is typically what we're seeing the narrative in the media is the collective. Everything's about the collective. The yeah. collective of black people. The collective of white people. The collective of this this group. That group. Democrat, Republican, yeah. bought this, that, and and it's not about the individual. And it's like yeah. if you go to the individual and you and, and you're focused on the individual instead of the collective, then by definition, by you taking care of the individual, you will start taking care of the collective. Yeah, and this and it's funny, but the other way around doesn't work. As soon as you try and do the collective, it harms the individuals. And and it's so funny too because and, and we'll we'll get into it with. The, there, there's a couple things that I noticed. One, they are now trying to turn Asians into a uh, a monolith. Yep. They're and and <laughs> just like they do with black people. Yeah. They're trying to turn them into monoliths. So they're they're trying to create this like Asian block of people, right? Which, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, just doesn't. I mean, like technically, Russians are Asians. I don't I don't know if anyone's aware of that, but like Russia is in Asia, right? You, yeah, and, and it was so funny, dude. Is I was I had to I had to look on a map recently. I was like, I'm having to do like geography lessons a little bit because it's I'm just like, okay. I was like, I kind of know where this is, but I want to make sure so I don't act. I don't pull a uh, what what was the an Aleppo like uh, what's his face yeah. did a few years ago. Oh, uh, Gary, uh, Gary Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, yeah. And, and so I was looking through that, and dude, Asia is huge, right? Right. So you're saying all of those people are now just the same, and they all because. Asian American, like, and, and this is this is what we talk about, right? Where it's there, there seems to be this, like, there. Okay, you remember how we were talking about the um, the whole thing with uh, Dr. Seuss and mm-hmm. his like Asian stereotype or whatever? Is it not also stereotyping Asians to think that they they all look like Koreans or they all look like Chinese? Yes. I, I this is the thing that I don't understand. Is like. They're not. They all have very different cultures, and we'll. I think we're going to get into a, a little bit of that too. But we're going to really break down. The, I honestly, this kind of weird myth that Asian hate is a white supremacy driven thing. Yeah, and I and I would say white supremacy, Trump, Republican driven thing. Yes, there is definitely there is definitely that angle as well. Yep. Um. So I so think we're going to see that is not true at all. I think, yeah, I think the first thing, I've got this uh, Harvard clip um, that I'm going to play that I think is a good starting point because this is, at least in my mind, this is sort of the the uh, the place where the, a lot of this started kind of coming up on the map. Uh, right. 
Well, they had to frame it that way, you know, get as soon as they, you know, if they can tag it to white supremacy, they can tag it to Trump. Then people can go, well, I hate Trump. And I know like all these stories you've been saying for the past four years, four or five years. Mm-hmm. And so no, this makes sense because Trump's a racist because he said the, um, you know, the, the coronavirus originated in China, but using other terms such as yeah. the terms yeah. that were reported on from the New York Times and CNN and Fox News, such as the China virus, um, the Wuhan flu and the Kung flu. Um, those are the terms that Trump was using. But it, it's funny because these media outlets started using. Hey, you're getting ahead of yourself. China. What's that? <laughs> you're getting ahead. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> You are correct. Play the clip. You're getting ahead. <laughs> All right, I gotta, I gotta get you to put your go- your goggles on like Mo does with uh, with Adam. Oh, <laughs> uh, you can't hear that, can you? Oh, it's because it's muted. No, I'm hear. a dummy. Hang on, guys. That's okay. Something we can agree on. Yep. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> No, it's but yeah, to get into I put my Harvard. goggles on. Fewer than 5% of students who apply are successful. That is, unless the applicant is Asian American. Then it's even harder, according to a lawsuit which accuses Harvard intentionally discriminates against Asian Americans in order to keep their enrollment numbers down. Asian American students are marked down subjectively by Harvard admission officers without ever meeting them. Harvard's internal admissions documents tell of a score system that, according to the lawsuit, penalizes Asian Americans in the personality category. Though they tend to score higher in academic performance and extracurricular activities, their personality score, based on descriptors like likability and courageousness, is lower than that of any other racial group. The lawsuit accuses Harvard of engaging in racial balancing, resulting in more or less the same breakdown of racial groups year after year. Okay, so that's most of the clip. They go into this this thing where this guy goes there and he's Asian and he's kind of in agreement that Harvard should, I think if I remember correctly, and you guys can go watch the clip, it'll be in the show notes, but he's like in, in agreement, I think, that it's okay what Harvard is doing. Um, yeah. Now, let me ask you a couple questions, Joseph, to just sort of like uh, to 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 help everybody else to help everybody out. Harvard, in your opinion, politically, where would you say that they land? To the left. Okay. Um, do you see an issue with them uh, stereotyping students based on personality traits? Yes. Okay. That would be racist. Okay. Why? Uh, because when you define, when you generalize and define a group based off of personality traits, you are committing prejudice, racism against them. I mean, it's just, it's that simple. I mean, you're, you're preventing them, you're systemically Mm. preventing them from, uh, rising to the top, from achieving things, making their lives better and their families' lives better generationally, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, that's what you're getting right here. Mm-hmm. I think we would both be in agreement that you know if you're if you're academically able to get into Harvard, that should be the thing that generally counts. Like I know Harvard's yeah. not Harvard's not um, uh, like Alabama, where if you uh, 
if you play football well and you're not, you're kind of a dummy, you can probably go there on a full ride scholarship. Right. Um, Harvard is a place that people go for academic purposes. Like I, I know they have sports and you know, that, that whole side of things or whatever, but, uh, here's the other question. Well, let me, I'm sorry. Let me say this. Yeah. Extracurriculars do matter at Harvard. Sure. Don't get me wrong, but I don't care if you're white, if you're black, if you're Asian or whatnot, just have the same standard for everyone. Yeah. And there's a way to do this to where like, there has to be a way to do this where you don't know the person's race. Yeah. But that you can't guess to a hundred percent or 90% the person's race. Yep. There has to be a way. Yep. You know, and make it, and that's a fair way to do it going forward. You know what I mean? Sure. So go ahead though. The narrative according to you, and I'm just, I'm just kind of playing with this, right? So this isn't really about my opinion currently. <clears throat> Right. The narrative, as far as you know, is that uh, some of the reason that this uh, is happening and that uh, Asian Americans are being discriminated against currently is because of Trump. Right. You you would say that that that's a fair assessment um, of yep. uh, based on on the stuff that you've seen. Yes. Okay. Do you know who came to the defense of these students? Joe Biden. No. Kamala Harris. No. Pelosi. <laughs> AOC. Definitely not. Uh, AOC Chuck probably- Schumer. <laughs> <laughs> nope. And it- uh, Stacey Abrams, the governor of Georgia. No. <laughs> um, Trump? Yes. So, if Trump hates Asians, and he is the reason... That all of this violence towards Asians over the last year, like if he he just has this massive problem with them, why would he want to help them get into Harvard to succeed? Exactly. I don't know. That doesn't. It doesn't. Again, we're listen. I am not the orange man, dude. Yeah, he's that. He beats me. This like, is yeah. He said the kung fu. <laughs> well, obviously, he's racist. The CNN's been telling me, dude, for the past <laughs> five years, he's racist. So obviously, you man, I don't really do any research of my own so you know i just wing it based off what cnn's telling me um it what i want to do with this and you you know this and it and i i hope people are sticking with this because you can't just throw garbage up on the internet and say it's the truth yep when it's so easy for me to get on youtube and find a million videos that go against that narrative. And yep. and some of it I have to dig through because P, man, some of these places absolutely want to push a narrative. I think even Al Jazeera uh, in some of the later parts of that clip want to. I can't bring it up, but there was, well, I'll bring it up real fast. So for example, the Washington Post just came out last week detracting their claim that Trump actually said, hey, yeah. fine votes, wink, wink to the Georgia Secretary of State to turn the election in Georgia, right? Yeah, didn't that guy lie about that? Really just... Yeah, they literally lied about it. But for, but but the, the main point I'm getting at is the Huffington Post just posted yesterday, or no, to, it was either yesterday or today, about citing the same thing and saying that you know uh, former President Trump, who also talked to Georgia Secretary of State about um, state about finding you know however many votes or whatnot to rig the election and turn the state of Georgia. I'm like literally the the source you got that from Washington Post. Just, 
so that's just the kind retracted of stuff we're it. Yeah. So yeah. this is this is the thing, and and we'll keep saying it, but like people have to start paying attention. You have to get, yep. and 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 this will make a lot more sense in a few minutes when we really start um, kind of showing the the hypocrisy or just the manip the literal manipulation about how these stats or uh, situations are there. Like there, yep. I, I do not believe that if Trump hated Asians, wanted something bad for um, anyone who, you know, th this group of people who got into Harvard, <clears throat> who I believe were Chinese. Yeah. I'm not certain, but uh, at least the, the guy that they interview in the other part of that, um, that report, he was Chinese. Right. The part that I didn't keep in the clip. Um, so the next question is, and this is something I want to bring up just to kind of uh, continue to push forward is that okay we talked about sever uh, sever sarah everard last week right? right what was our do you do you remember what our general kind of consensus was about what people should do you know it's like we had all these people saying like oh yep. it's terrible what all like like this like women are being attacked women are being like it's almost a beat for beat like if you replaced uh the word asian with women you would almost get mm -hmm. the exact same scenario the exact same talking points right Right. So, so our conclusion was women need to own guns. Okay. With that being said, let me play this next clip for you um, and tell you why uh, there are a lot of very smart Asians in the world. Oh, yeah. Do it. Play it. I already know what you're going to do. As the coronavirus spreads, <laughs> many people are rushing out to buy hand sanitizer and toilet paper, but some people are actually stocking up on something very different. Local gun shops have been very busy. Yeah, gun sales have been up since the outbreak began. KCAL 9's Nicole Comstock is live now in Arcadia with a look as to why. Nicole? Yeah, Susie and Jeff, specifically here in the San Gabriel Valley, some gun store owners are telling us that many of their Asian American customers are coming in saying they're worried that they might be blamed, bullied, or targeted if we do happen to see a lot of coronavirus cases popping up locally. Gun sales are skyrocketing across the San Gabriel Valley. Recently have been very busy. David Liu says in recent weeks, 10 times more customers than usual have come through his doors at Arcadia Firearm and Safety. Because of the coronavirus. A lot of people start to worry. The area has a high concentration of Asian Americans. And Lou says his customers are afraid they'll be targeted because of their ethnicity if a local outbreak occurs. Especially the media is telling them some Asian are being targeted, got assaulted. I have to worry. Danny Lim suited up with gloves and a mask to come buy a new gun for his wife. Why? You know, for upcoming event. He says he wants his family to be able to defend themselves and fears that a financial crisis may lead to social disorder. I hope and I pray it will never happen. So we're thinking that it's it's better safe than sorry. Well, oh, I think it's sorry. a perfect time to get a weapon for ourselves. Dirk Zhang says his wife would never allow a handgun in their home until now. It's because she's a little bit afraid of the outbreak and stuff of the virus. When you prepare, you, you, you are not scared. Lou has hand sanitizer and a sign at his front door asking people to stay out if they don't feel well. He's having a hard time filling orders as it is. I'm having difficulty with my distributor to locate some of the ammunitions. Okay, so I could probably talk for the rest of the show about how, like, 
like honestly great it is to see uh, people understanding. Uh, yeah. Maj, Maj Torre, who I, I bring up quite a bit, this is what he's doing for uh, the quote-unquote black community. Um, he's going right. into urban communities and essentially trying to teach um, those people about firearms. Yes. Yeah, firearms, everything. Um, what I kind of love about this is that uh, the quote unquote Asian community, if you will, just for the the sake of being for of generalizing, mm-hmm. they, they didn't need anybody. They it was it's like that video is great because at least the way that it's being framed, they're like, we kind of heard that maybe some people wanted to hurt us, and their first reaction is like, maybe I should go buy a gun. And then these yep. people are going out, and this guy's like, this guy's like, I hope I don't have to use it. And then the guy in the, the the shop though is like better to be safe and prepared than sorry. Like that's just the mentality, and it's what we talk about on here all the time. I think that's a problem with with this leftist agenda. It gets people to where it's you know you should fear guns and 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 be terrified of them. You don't need to own one because mm-hmm. bad things are going to happen. And it's in it. Yeah, sorry, keep going. It's literally if you can get the more time you spend around it and you have proper training and you'll feel more comfortable. And, and, and it's, it's good to have that healthy fear and to be cognizant. Right. And, and everything of, of you having a firearm on you, but yeah, it's exactly that, that the more you're around it and the more you practice, more comfortable you become and yeah. you know what you're doing. Yeah. And that, and, 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 and this, this narrative that happens on the left with firearms harms, the vulnerable, the minorities mm-hmm. and, and, it, and by minorities, I'm not just meaning race and all that stuff. I'm meaning the uh, low income class yeah. and everything. People yeah. who are poor and, and it harms middle class people, too, I would say. So the reason that this is good is because the more people who uh, and this is not for me personally, not being a Republican. Right. The reason this is good is not because more people will vote Republican, but more people who own firearms will now understand that the people who don't want them to own firearms don't have their best interest in mind. Yeah. Like every listen, every report, everything that we're gonna well, for the most part, uh, and and it, it most of it is due to the fact that the current president is uh, a Democrat, and the mm-hmm. media is liberal. As I mean, they're almost across the board. They're liberal. Yes. Um. Even Fox News. So most of the reports, most of the things you'll be seeing, it's it's people saying we care about the Asian community, quote unquote. We care about the these people. We want what's best for them or whatever. But these are the same people that would want to take away these people's guns. Yep. And and say that's not what's best for them. And at that and then again, it comes back to it's like at that point, it's like I have a problem with that. <laughs> exactly. It's kind of, it goes back to too. It's anytime. I watch the mainstream media. I, all I hear about is I'm not, I'm not talking about asking your feelings about cops or anything like that. My, you know, my thoughts and my opinions on on their power and everything. But what what you hear in the mainstream media is uh, the black community doesn't want uh, the police. When you get outside the the mainstream media, all you hear is that the black people want more of a police presence sure. in their communities. And everything, and so, and we can you know talk about the details on on how much power the police should have and everything like that, and right. reforming the police departments and, and etc. But people want to know somebody's looking out for him. I think that's yes. kind of what it comes down to safety. Yeah, it, it, it comes down to that, and that's why you and I tell people 
the best way to protect yourself is to be the one protecting yourself. Exactly. The most effective way to protect yourself is to uh, own firearms and to train yourself. Yeah. It's like you were saying, uh, we were talking before the show, and you are telling me that Kayla has been having some issues at work with kind of like creepy dudes being around. Right. And the police station isn't that far away from where no, she works. No, it's literally like probably three buildings down the street from her. Yeah, and you, you, you said, I don't understand why someone would like would be so brave to do that. And it's listen, it's not necessarily that the police don't care. Like I do think that there are police out there that don't give a crap about Mm -hmm. people. It's, they don't think it's their problem. Um, but ultimately the police aren't Spider-Man. They're not superheroes. They don't know when incidences are occurring at the end of the day. Each individual person is the only thing between some, like potentially someone hurting you and someone not. And we have to stop living in this idea that you can walk, potentially walk through life without ever being harmed. Now, it might happen. It's definitely happened to a lot of people. Right. But there is always that chance, no matter who you are. But to to be honest, especially if you're um, a woman or you're elderly, because uh, one of the things that you'll you'll see with some of the stuff that that, that, uh, happens, I think I have... I may have taken that out, but some of the, the the stories that I found, it was people attacking the elderly. Yep. I, I elderly was just Asians. watching this, uh, a video on that earlier today. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about this video. I had already seen it. Yeah. And, and it's elderly Asians. And people, actually, I do have at least one clip. Um, well, and we'll get to let it. Me ask, let yeah. me ask you this Is this racism that the media is trying to paint this as being done just by white people is it only white people who are doing it no (laughs) no it's not so you have this next clip for us right yes so uh, the thing that we're trying to break down is this idea and okay even thinking about this like i already know where some people their minds head when when you mention that uh it's not just white people um enacting this uh and again we're showing you that it's not just white people and right. people will say, well, the, the systematic or what is it? The, the state of the U S is under white supremacy. So therefore even, um, someone who isn't white, it's, it's actually white supremacy. Listen, please don't bring that here. You're not convincing. Right. You're not convincing either of us that, nope. that that's the case that like, you know, and, and in, <laughs> in this particular situation, it's again, it's, it's just, it's not just being done by white people. No. And it's, there's a, there's is specifically being targeted in the media as white supremacy and coming from obviously just coming from white people. So go ahead. Mm, okay. Oh my God. The contents of this cell phone video, too shocking and explicit to play in its entirety, but the person recording, Hong Lee, captured a terrifying encounter with a customer inside El Torino's restaurant last Monday. She stopped in to grab lunch when she says this patron asked her to dine with him. She politely declined and couldn't believe what happened next. A barrage of verbal attacks, both racial and sexual. Okay. So I just cut that piece out because there was... They were like they buried the lead on this, and it, it was really annoying uh, for yeah. me personally. That's but honestly, probably the the least vulgar and gruesome video, probably to to find on. Oh wait, just wait, dude. 
I know. Just wait. I got one I that's gonna keep going. I got one that's gonna make your blood boil. <laughs> um, this guy's black. He calls her like yep. I think he calls her an effing Asian, and I couldn't understand the rest of what he's saying because it's pretty muffled. Well, but, somebody would come back and they would say he's he must be Republican. He must be a Trump supporter. He must be conservative. What does I have? I'm yeah, but I, I so oh man, because Trump's it, racist, right? Right. So. But it, again, you know, it's like everyone wants to make everything about color. And I, you even, do you want to talk about that? Okay, that's actually a great segue into something that happened on Twitter this past week. Um, everybody's obsessed with color. Yep. So, you know, if you can post a black square <laughs> for um, George Floyd, uh, you know. You should be able to post a square for, for Asians to support them. Why don't you sure. pull out that square, David? Well, I can't pull out the square because they took it off Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Bull crap! I I had it up there. Anyway, they posted a yellow square and basically in support of of Asians, and then it's like <laughs> that's what Dr. Seuss just got banned for. Was after, mention, after Dr. Seuss has corrected that uh, in the original version, the Asian was yellow, and that was seen as a racial stereotype and racism and stuff like well, that. And these all these people on the left post a yellow black. <laughs> They're like, we stand with you with this yellow square. <laughs> oh gosh, oh, my camera's That's moving around. Too good. Oh, guys, think, that just, just the, the, the ironic hypocrisy just makes it. Oh man, it's like the cherry on top. I know. <laughs> it, but dude, it proves that so many people look at it as a color thing. They don't give a crap yep. about uh, CRT. They don't give a. They don't care about. Uh, any of the details of the situation it all comes down mm -hmm. to this the way you look on the outside and it's the yeah. only thing and people are judging other people based off that external based, yeah based off, off this external factor of your skin um and, and it's like well, who's like and this is the question this is the question who's really the racist exactly in that and, situation and, they're acting like they're racist yeah you're you're literally describing them as yellow Yes. The thing that is supposed to be really taboo. <laughs> oh, it's so funny because of the all we've heard for so long is, or with the Dr. Seuss thing, let's just use that for example, is this is racist because he's portraying Asians as yellow. And then the left literally goes and portrays Asians as yellow. Yes. And but I know you got this next clip, next clip from uh, Jim or Jen. Oh, Saki, wait, wait, wait. So, so I have to. So here's the thing, though, because we're not quite done breaking down what I would consider the myth of this being about white supremacy. Okay. So, yeah, we have so far, right? We have a white man who has oh, attacked man. Asians. We have right. a, a black man that's verbally attacked Asians. Right. right. What if there's a clip of Asians attacking Asians? Uh oh! Oh wait, I made you big. Dang it! I I totally screwed that up. Okay, I have this. I have this. It's all I've good. Got it. I got. It. I got. It. Here we go. Here we go. Old Zack Snyder over here. I know. I know. I am the real auteur. <laughs> Just kid. Friday night in Chinatown, a verbal dispute between a young worker and her boss suddenly turns violent. A brutal blow delivered by the shop manager's mate sparks a wild brawl. 
A young family watches in horror as bags are thrown and fists fly before the young woman cops a full-blown kick to the stomach, sending her collapsing to the floor. Oh, hell no. I would have been... <laughs> Bro. If I would have been there, I would have been going. <laughs> you are not joking. Uh, you like, know, we... What kind of... Oh, man, it just goes back to what kind of... Again, women are biologically, typically, generally, are not as strong as men. What Just like children aren't. What kind of person... This guy... This guy... This guy okay, so th violence yeah. on people who are weaker. They're just violence in yeah. general, but attack someone who is weaker than them. So, just because they're so childish and immature and evil and wicked and can't control their emotions. So, yeah, uh, this that's is not a man. That's a that's a freaking scumbag. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stop. Yep, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. I know. I'm yep. telling, bro. Just, just wait. We got some more coming. We got some more coming. So, has uh, what the? How did the white supremacists pull this one off? Now, this is in uh, Australia. Um, but I don't think this should necessarily be just uh, something that is combined or uh, confined within the United States, right? Yep. If white supremacy is everywhere, as some people believe that it is, it's like, all right, but what about two Asians in Chinatown? This man slaps the mess out of her, and then he straight up deeps her into a, a table. Like the exactly. back, I, I'm sure you saw it, but the back of her neck hits that table, and I'm like, "Yep." I'm like, in a certain situation, that could have killed her. Oh yeah, that and, could have killed her. And this is what I'm talking about, where with a lot of people, it's like people got to learn how to control themselves. Like I, this is what what I say all the time: but like people don't understand violence. They don't understand what happens sometimes if you kick someone like that, and their head smashes into the back of a table or on the cement or whatever the case may be. That could have killed her. And his life could have... I mean, he he uh, apparently... And I don't know what ended up happening with them. He was on the run, though, from the police. And yep. apparently the dude was super well off. Like, you should have seen his house. Like, the guy was very wealthy. Had a wife, which makes you wonder. Is like, wonder if he does this to her, too. Yeah, you right. You know what I mean? If he's, if he's that unstable, yeah. then he has to. Yeah. So, that is three scenarios, right? And I have more. I mean, there'll be stuff in the show notes if you guys want to look into it. And if you start looking into this stuff on YouTube, you're going to see that it's a wide variety of races who are all getting into these situations with each other. Okay, so we have talked about the potential Trump connection, which we're about right. to kind of get into a little bit more. We've talked about how a, a liberal school is potentially um, uh, discriminating against Asians. Right. We've shown that people from multiple races, including Asians themselves, get into violent conflicts with Asians. Right. Right. Um, so where we're at right now, as far as I'm concerned, I don't I don't see the white supremacy connection. Nope. So obviously, uh, this this and, and here's here's the interesting thing though, um, and, and kind of going back on that that uh, what we were talking about with Trump, the the media uh, the media blames him, right? You you would think right. so. Do you want to get into this a little yes. bit, or do you want me to play this clip first? So, let, let me just say something real fast. Mm -hmm. So the reason why you heard so much about Trump 
there's two things you hear a lot about during his presidency trump and white versus black right race yeah and that's because the algorithms social media for example figured out when you had black white and trump just to say this really simply uh it generated a lot of clicks and stuff like that and the news media also realized that so that's why you got so much of it is because it they were bleeding ratings before trump came in the office and then when he came in the office he increased their ratings and so now they're back to extreme bleeding ratings again so that's why they're trying to propagate this uh race narrative they're trying trying to hold on to him trump and and milk this as much as they can Uh, yeah i mean i mean they are literally milking it dry that is for sure um so we just you know this is uh Jen Psaki um, believes that it, uh, she's the press secretary for Biden, I believe. Right. She yeah, she thinks she has the answer to uh, why all of this hate is happening. And so, you know, we'll go straight to her and uh, see what she has to say. Let's do it. Jen, to you. I think right there's now. no question that uh, some of the damaging rhetoric uh, that we saw. Uh, during the prior administration, uh, blaming, uh, you know, calling COVID, uh, you know, the Wuhan virus or other things, um, uh, led to, um, you know, um, perceptions of the Asian American community that are inaccurate, unfair, uh, have uh, raised, um, you know, threatening, uh, has elevated threats against uh, Asian Americans. And we're seeing that uh, around the country. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, every other word. What in the listen? So since we've been doing the podcast again, I've been trying really hard to get away from likes and us, and so I hear yes. it so much more now. Yeah, from dude, everyone dude. else. I've been, to, I've been like uh, trying to like uh, get away from it. Like uh, every other I, word. I wanted to be like I, I wanted to say uh, 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 today, Junior. <laughs> so. Do you want to talk about that, or you want me to just go right into the next clip? Just go straight into the next clip. Okay, so she blames the harmful rhetoric of calling it the Wuhan virus or the China virus on Trump, correct? Right. Okay. But before Trump, there was someone This is all happening at a time that we're starting to see a message shift here, because you're starting to hear the Republicans, especially Trump Co., calling it the Wuhan or the Chinese coronavirus. They're looking for someone to blame. Concern is growing this morning over an outbreak of a new SARS-like virus in China. At least six people have died from the Wuhan coronavirus. The Wuhan coronavirus. The Wuhan coronavirus. The 34-year-old ophthalmologist diagnosed Saturday with the Wuhan coronavirus. The Wuhan virus. The Wuhan coronavirus. The Wuhan coronavirus. What more can you tell us about the similarities or differences between SARS and the Wuhan coronavirus? The Wuhan coronavirus. The Wuhan coronavirus in China. The Wuhan uh, coronavirus. So that's about 45 seconds of the minute and a half clip of cnn <laughs> calling it the wuhan and china like, i really wanted you to get don lemon in i know i know oh, it too because all it shows <laughs> is that obviously there's a lot of racists that work at uh cnn yeah i mean if uh if this is all about uh racism and and that le- that rhetoric is the cause of all of the asian hate that we're seeing why is CNN not to blame? And I guarantee you, they yep. are not the only outlet that was doing the same thing. So nope, why are they, they not to blame? Every other outlet was. Yeah. Don Lemon why is black. Why don't they have a part to play? Don Lemon is black, and he said it too. 
So why you had white I, people in there? Yeah. You had Asians in there? Yeah. You had black people in or well Don Lemon. Uh you know, he's black he was I, saying it. A black lady was in there saying it. And so you have literally every racial group in there. Joseph, and I so demand now, action be taken against CNN for their obvious role to play in all of the hate going on. Boycott CNN, impeach CNN, get rid of CNN. <laughs> yes, impeach CNN. Impeach the Queen, impeach CNN. So, oh man. In doing the research for all of this, you did um, the work, man. Bro, I, gotta say. I have been doing some work. That is for sure. I don't know you if I've been doing the work, but I've definitely been doing some work. <laughs> You're um, an ally to us all. And, and to be fair, I, this would not have come across my radar um if it wasn't for you um now bef- uh no we'll, we'll get into this and then um there's a couple things that i i, I still need to uh, to get to i'll tell you that i'll pat myself on the back <laughs> um there was a there was a statistic that was going around and and all right something that gets kind of under my skin especially when people want to um, appeal to authority and they want to use stats mm-hmm. and they want to use a lot of this other stuff is when they do not cite their sources. Listen, if you're going to make big claims, you better be telling me where they're coming from, right? Yep. Uh, and exactly. so... <laughs> Can you please uh, go into detail, David? Okay, so there was a... Uh, I, don't have, I don't have the image, um, but there was... Specifically on Instagram is where I see a lot of this stuff, but it was going around yep. on, t- on Twitter as well. Um, there was a uh, there is a statistic going around talking about, and and it's it's important to get the words correct with mm-hmm. uh, with the statement that Asian hate incidences have gone up nineteen thousand no excuse me nineteen hundred percent since the start of the 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 pandemic yep right it says so hate crimes Asians have jumped 1900 percent wait in. wait does it say hate crimes yes or yeah it says hate crimes against Asians for at least from what uh where I so one of our friends posted it okay. and it's from a pastor and this pastor signed it said Hate crimes against Asians have jumped 1,900% in New York City mm, that's in the last better. year. That's even better. Asian Americans are the third most racially targeted oh. group following black Americans and I Jewish even, Americans. I didn't even realize he said hate crimes. Are you, Okay. You know what? Let me just let me play this clip because, Joseph, what if I told you that that number is incredibly misleading? David, I would be shocked. Are you telling me that something that was shared on Instagram block without a source for me to look at in the question that was shared everywhere is false? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I know it's hard to believe. I I know that. uh, But, dude, these are reputable people. I mean, we have a pastor saying this. Surely this pastor did the work and researched the source, right? You know, clearly... uh, you know, he he must have gotten his information from from somewhere credible, but maybe not as credible as where this uh, young Korean man got his uh, his information from. So one commonly cited statistic is that anti-Asian hate crimes have jumped 1900 percent nationwide, but it's misleading. It was actually only for New York. And according to the NYPD data, 
where it went from one Asian hate crime in 2019 to 20 in 2020. So this is true that there were 1800 incidents of anti-Asian hate, but let me pull up this graph for you guys. And this is according to Stop AAPI Hate. Only 11% of that, which is still a lot, that's almost, it's over 400 incidents of physical assault, but only 11% of those 3,800 were physical assault. Most of them were just verbal harassment, name calling, and avoidance and shunning. That should never be encouraged at all or even tolerated or allowed. But I'm more concerned about the physical assaults. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me let me let me break this down a little bit. Um, but I think you kind of understand where uh, where this is kind of going. Um, yep. So that first of all, that uh, statistic is uh, inaccurate, misleading, and to be honest, if you're sharing it, you're lying to people. You yep. might not realize that you are, but you are because <laughs> it's hate incidences, not hate crimes. There yep. is there's a huge distinction between those two things. A hate crime, legally by definition, has to be something that you can actually uh, charge someone for. Mm-hmm. Calling someone a bad name, shunning them, being rude to them, whatever the case may be, is not the same thing as getting punched in the face because you are of a specific race or someone hates you because of the way that you look, where you come from, whatever the case may be. And so you saw in that second graph that according to AAIP, which is the the group that has been uh, shilled, honestly, around to all of these different people saying, donate to AAIP, donate to, you know, do this whole thing. Here's their statistics. Because that's where this stuff is coming from. All these numbers are coming from the group who says that they want to help these people. Right? right, so people are not only are they manipulating because they're they're calling it hate crimes instead of hate incidences, if you will, mm-hmm. right? But it's also misleading because the number went from one to twenty. <laughs> because in New York City, in not New York the City, U.S. Exactly. So not only like this is the thing is if you have if you say there's one there's 20 incidences of either someone maybe someone was attacked right 11 so essentially you're saying 11% of those 20 people Yep. All right, give or take that's that's how that works. Can I Yes, go, go ahead. ahead. Can oh, I ask you a question? Yeah. Uh, who's the governor of New York? What's his political party? He is a Democrat. <laughs> okay. Is Cuomo the governor and Newsom yes. is the mayor? Yes. Okay. No, no, no. No, Newsom is it, isn't. He's the governor of oh, California. Oh, California. I get it. It's these guys uh, de, Blasio de Blasio is the mayor of is the New mayor. York. Okay. And Cuomo yep. is and the governor. He's also a Democrat. And these are also like, I'm talking about 18 to 1, 20 to 1. Democrats outnumber Republicans like New York. a ton. Yeah, in New York, even the Republicans you find in New York are really just Democrats, and so, um, so yeah, so you have a Democrat-ran city where hate crimes are increasing. Imagine that. I am just shocked. So you can see it on my face. I know. <laughs> so here's the thing, and and you know what, dude, you should have seen me last night when I I figured this out because I was like, holy crap. Like people have been p- 
posting this stuff because that's the thing is when you say tw- 20 Asians in New York have uh, mm-hmm. even if you were to say 20 Asians in New York have been the victims of hate crimes if we were going to just mm-hmm. blanket say that that was the case right that mm-hmm. does not sound as good uh, as if you say that uh, Asian uh, hate crimes against Asians are up 1900 percent yes. That's a lot of times, and that's what they do a lot of times in the media, is they, they can't, exactly what you just say, you can't say, oh, well, it was one last year, now it's 20. That is blatant but manipulation. They, they have to say, they use it a percentage because it sounds more severe, sounds more shocking, and it gets that yep. um, if it bleeds, emotional investment, that clip, yeah. it gets that clip, that's what it comes back to, it gets that money. Yep. Yep, and dude, this stuff was propagated all over the internet, right? And again, and I agree with, um, I forgot the guy's name, um, but he was saying, he's like, it doesn't take away from the fact that any sort of like violence against these people is wrong if that's what happened. It's like, but they're lying about the numbers. They're lying and telling you that it is significantly, or they're they're purposely misleading you, which is still lying to you, but they're, they're telling you that it's, it's this, and it's like, yeah, that is that, but again, twenty doesn't look as good as if you say nineteen hundred, right? No matter, exactly, no matter doesn't. the case. Because you hear nineteen hundred, and you're like, that's a big number. Yeah, oh my god! <laughs> and then it's like, well, it was one to to now twenty reported incidences. Um, it's versus be it would be like if it was just two instead of it being twenty, if it was just true two. I'm sorry, and they said hate crimes doubled in 2020. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and then it turns out that it was one to two. Yeah. It's yeah. The, it's the exact, exactly. same, it's the exact same thing. Yep. Um, so, uh, let me, uh, play this last clip because I okay. think we need to, I, I need to play this because it, it's sort of like, it definitely got my blood boiling, but I, I think this needs to be addressed, not necessarily from a uh, a standpoint of we. Uh, it, this needs to be addressed uh, from a standpoint of like people are awful to people, and mm-hmm. again, I think people are missing the point with everything that's going on because this next clip that I'm going to play is from uh, is an Asian man being harassed, and I guarantee you, you mm-hmm. would never see this clip anywhere on mainstream media yep and that's the thing is that you know we both believe as christians that like this arises from a place of sin from the individual not something that originates in the collective exactly um okay i think i know the video you're gonna play look uh-oh he's scared og yeah. crack his <laughs> you hear that snap? Get your f***ing ass! Man, hey, go get your kids, man. Go get your kids, man. Go get your kids. Go get your kids. Go get your kids. Go get your kids. Oh, yeah, huh? He just robbed your dumb ass. Go get the kids. He said, get the f*** off of him. Get your ass. He said, he said, he said, get the f***. Hell nine helping this leader. I hate Asians. 
How is that not racism? How is Man. that like how how do people walk around and 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 say that it is impossible for anyone who's black not to be racist after watching something like that? Yep, anybody can be yeah. racist. That's the that's the point, and that's the point we're we're getting at. Somebody who is racist that is uh, Asian, white, Hispanic, or whatever would say, "Oh, all black people hate Asians." And then, and and that's not obviously not the case. It's just these particular people just happen to be racist and happen to be um, uh, perpetrating this wickedness against him, against yeah. someone who's a senior citizen, who's Asian, who's weak and vulnerable. Yep. Who um, allegedly was just trying just to, him. yeah, he was just trying to get those cans to help support his family. Allegedly, yep, I don't know. It. I don't know the background of it. It really doesn't matter because no. he was being harassed by a group of people. They one that one dude said, "I hate Asians." Um, they were getting up in his face with their phones. Like it doesn't matter who it was. It, like legitimately, it doesn't matter who it was. And man, I, I like I said, I've seen a lot of videos, and it is across the board. Um, mm -hmm. it, it, it's a lot of different people, and and I think that. If you go looking for it, you could probably find tons of videos of, of Asians perpetrating stuff like that on other people as well. And mm -hmm. to be honest, that's the point that we're trying to get across is that it doesn't really matter what the color of their skin is. No, is it is it what you're what we're getting at is that it's something that resides in the heart yes. that people it, it comes out of them. Yes. And it doesn't matter what skin color you are, what class you are, whether if you're elite, middle class, low income class, doesn't matter what you are, that sin and that evilness reside in you and you perpetrate that out. And in this case, it's racism like yep. that, man. Like and, I watched that video earlier. That's the one I was mentioning earlier. Yeah, I, 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 had, I had a feeling, uh, bro. I, it's a lot of thoughts. Yep. It's a and, lot of thoughts. And, ha and, and the worst thing is, is that. This is the thing that's bad with world star hip hop and and oh, yeah. social media and just all of them is that the people just filming. Yep. Nobody's like, doing anything on, like, about it. Nothing. Nobody's nothing. Doing just to get no it. one cares about you getting that click or anything like that. Like come on. Yeah, clout is you, it, for a lot of people, clout is more important than the truth. Clout yep. is more important than principles. Yeah. I, it's but this just, is the thing is that I, I dude, I'm, this is why I say this. Um, people are selective in the things that they want to show based on narrative, yep. whether that's social media. Right. And, and posting these legitimate lies about uh, the stats or what's actually happening in the country. Right. Exactly. And so you post those stats. Everyone talks about how it's all about white supremacy, and the reason that this guy killed uh, killed those women is because of white supremacy. But then they ignore when these violent acts against Asians are perpetrated against are are, are perpetrated by people who are black. Yep. And as exactly. far as I can tell, there people are just willfully ignoring it. It's like yep. you, it's one thing. It's, you're either ignorant or you're willfully ignoring what's actually going on and you're not looking into everything yeah and you're I mean, not it was go ahead and i was gonna say if this goes back to that thing it's like you're not taking these situations p 
piece by piece, right? Yep. Everything. So, in, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, okay. Um, so I shared with you earlier, I'm pulling it up right now. I can post in the show notes later. Uh, but Dr. Anthony Bradley, uh, he's a professor of religion at King's College, and he was talking about this earlier. And he shared a statistic from, uh, I believe, oh, yes, uh, what from the government, and it said this is what it says: this is violence against Asians from 1993 to 2018. So huge sample size, uh, and I haven't researched into this hardcore or anything like that. But so just taking it at face value, table 14 of those committing a violence against Asians: 24% are committed by whites. 24% are committed by Asians, 7% by Hispanics, and 27.5% by blacks. And so it's mostly blacks committing this, and they're not talking about this. It's also whites and Asians, right? It's only, you know, three and a half percentage points off. Yeah. But the point is, is that there's no narrative otherwise, other than everyone being involved in this, yeah. of, of this. You know you what know I mean? What's, you know what's it's so not, crazy? It's not, it's not black people are racist. They, they hate Asians. It's not... White people are racist. They hate Asians. It's not yeah. Asian people hate their own people. You know what I mean? One of it's the, not that. It's, I saw I saw a thing on uh, on Instagram ahead. today where it, someone posted something along the lines of like, why does it seem like uh like anti CRT people are uh homing missiles towards anything they think is that right? Meaning that it's like it's a every they're looking for everything that um everything to be CRT related so they have a reason to like trash on it or whatever. To be honest, I was like, that's projection. Yeah. And it's it's projection because you have stuff like uh, this that happens. So constantly people are talking about, oh, well, this incident was a hate crime or it was racism because the person is white. But mm -hmm. then you know, in almost nearly, like nearly every incident that was not was not involving someone who was white they don't talk about the race of the person. In some cases, yep. they want to hide the identity of the person. And I, I've, I saw it happen a couple times with uh, a white man in California who was, uh, uh, who beat the crap out of this uh, older Asian woman, and then she hit him with like a two by four and like screwed his face up. Um, so good on her. But yeah, right. this is what I'm talking about: is like there, people. It's literally narratives, right? And it's projection of. People see the world in a certain way and they're like, God, why are people always homing in on every incident that we say is a, a racist incident by saying like this is CRT related? It's like it's because you're not paying attention. Yep. You're, you're clearly not paying attention to all of these other things that are happening that no one ever relates to race because it does not fit the narrative. Yep. They believe it's, in the something that confirms their own bias. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. There's no evidence at all in the incident in Atlanta, other than the fact that he was white and six of the eight women were Asians, right? The yep. other, the other two were both white, male and female, yep. right? So that already, it's like, well, why did he kill them? Why didn't he leave them alive to tell everyone what he was doing this for, right? right. Maybe that's a little too movie scripty for me, or you know, <laughs> it's like the way my brain works. But no, you have literal incidences of a, a a man filming a video of an Asian man being harassed and saying. I hate Asians, but that's yep. not racism. And the media doesn't want to show it. So, and then we didn't get to it, but there was the incident in Oakland of the, I, I believe it's Filipino. And you posted this in the, the discord and we were all really confused about what you were talking about. 
Um, his, his name was uh, Vitcha Radampakti, uh, I believe. Yeah. And you posted this thing about how, like, he was attacked by a young black man, 19-year-old. Mm -hmm. And there was a thing going around about how they, he, and, the, and, and uh, Vitcha died. And they were having a march against white supremacy in honor of Vitcha, who was killed by a black male. <laughs> Excuse me, but like, what the hell, guys? Like, can we like can we get can, we, can it's like <laughs> I know logic has gone out the window at this point and emotion has totally taken over. And we we complain and 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 try to like argue about that or try to get you guys to understand, but it's like I hope no matter who you are listening to this, at the very least, you begin to understand why people don't trust anything that anyone says. Joseph? Yep, sorry. Uh, I mean, it's just... Dude, I mean, it's a simple Google searches. This, 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 is, is, this isn't anything extensive. It's just, don't trust anything the media is portraying you to believe. That's why I post it in the Discord because it's like this man was literally killed by someone who happened to be black. Yeah. Right? We're not saying well, you know, this one group of people is all racist or anything like that. But then they leave from Praga and say this was due to white supremacy. Yeah. Was that black person happened to be part of the KKK? Was he someone who was, you know, a Nazi or something like that that we don't know of or anything like that? Sure. If the evidence comes out that the guy in Atlanta was uh was involved in that, I'll, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, he was clearly right, but you didn't know that at the time, right? You exactly. don't get to it, it. It is incredibly disingenuous to claim something and then be proven right later in life, and then claim, "Ha, see, I was right all along," because you didn't know. Right. Well, here's the thing: is that we're so quick to jump to accusations and jump to assumptions yeah. without waiting for all the facts to come out. And everybody on the right and on the left would be served better if they just waited, waited for the facts to come out. Yeah. And I think a problem with that is because people just don't trust the government. You know, on the left and the right, they don't trust the government. Yeah. I, I think, think that's what has spun this and has created this problem: is a, a distrust of the government. Yeah. And again, I don't blame people for not trusting the government, but there's a way to reasonably look into the facts yourself and to understand this mm -hmm. or know the sources to go to a people that you trust. Yep. Well, I think that's a good place to end it. I know we didn't get yep, to, to we've got a couple subjects that I guess we'll save for next week, which is fine. We may never get to the Beth Moore thing. She left the SBC. What like at this point, whatever. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, like it's, oh well, she's we're like, gone. like we, okay, it happened. Yeah, we try to throw that like Christian <laughs> twist in occasionally, and it's just like this just isn't that important. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In the broader scheme oh. of things, um, I don't know, man. You got anything else to to say before we uh before we close out? Not don't just other than people like make sure that when you're listening to the mainstream media that you're not trusting anything you're hearing and to go to independent sources to verify the information and yeah. wait before you jump to assumptions. Mm -hmm. Just wait. Just wait. Like, you know, as a Christian, it's wait to have all the, all the evidence, the truth before you so you can properly determine you know, use your wisdom to determine what the truth actually is. Yeah. And so 
I mean, you know, remember, it's not about the collective. It's about the individual. Address the individual, and the collective will take care of itself. Once you address the collective, then it harms the individual, and yep. it harms all of us. Yep, because there's not a one-size-fits-all for every person. That's yep, exactly. a dumb myth. Yeah, uh, it's just to add on to that, you know, if you're looking at a, uh, any of these groups that sort of pop up or, you know, find their way into your feeds who are talking about... Um, donate to us so that we can help fight injustice, whatever the case may be. Even if it's not specifically about that, look into it before you start giving to these people. Look at their records. Yep. See if they've been keeping accurate account of the money that they've been collecting over the years and mm -hmm. also see what, they, uh, what they're putting that towards. And honestly, like, maybe email them and get them to clarify the things that they've done. Get them, get an itemized list of the things that they've actually done, which I think is supposed to be part of their financial records because even uh, nonprofits, churches have to do this. Um, and yep. that, that AAIP, the, the group that people have been posting around there, it was weird. Their website was down and they, uh, it, it took you to sort of this like uh, Chinese, group that's associated with them which mm -hmm. was already kind of sketch just you had you say you're taking donations and you click you go to their website and then it reroutes you to another website and they're kind of mixed together and i'm like is this on purpose it all it all seems kind of sketch and then when you look into what they yeah. give money for like and this is something people need to pay attention to if it if it says something about educate like educating people on the topic if it says anything um, about uh, doing studies or uh, research into that. Don't give them to those people. You'd be better off giving yep. it to a shelter or going directly to um, anyone in your community that's been hurt by any kind of injustice that's going on and giving yeah. directly to those people rather than going to these websites who may or may not be a front for a political party. I think... Well, we should do an episode on actual injustice happen, happening. Yeah. We do a good job of pointing out, you know, the false crap injustices they're trying to claim oh, and, and the bullcrap narratives and everything. Holy crap. I, I think if we spent time devoted to that, you know, it, it's more of a, we would have a more of a, a positive episode on actual injustices happening. I forgot. One, I cannot believe I forgot this. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So, Biden and Harris went, mm -hmm. and, and we'll end it after this. I'm going to like, okay. yeah. Biden and Harris went to Atlanta and talked about Asian hate and violence against Asians and the need for peace and love and harmony and everything, right? Right. Let me ask you a question. Where is Syria located? I thought you were going to answer that question. <laughs> Bro, I looked it up before the show started because I was like, no way. I was like, I was like, it has to be like Africa, right? Right. No, it is in Asia. They were in <laughs> the president of the United States with a straight face has bombed Asia within the last month and then goes to Atlanta to talk about Asian hate and the need for peace. <laughs> I'm going to clip that. <laughs> oh, man. Holy That's crap. Good. 
Stop listening to these people. Oh, man. That's all I got. I think that's a great place to end it, dude. Oh, I really man. do. I'm, I would have been so disappointed if I had forgotten to uh, to mention that. I would have kicked myself. Oh, I would have literally yeah, edited it in. in. It's, it's in Western Asian. Yeah. Asia, I should say. It's in Western Asian. Yes. It's in Western Asian. Syrians man. are Asians, and our president bombed them. That's too great. Spot We've, on. Yeah. We've been in conflict over there. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, yep. This one went on a little a little longer, but it was to- totally worth it. Um, it definitely was. You know, we, we did all of the shilling uh, on the front side, which I think definitely works better. Um, yeah, it does. I agree. And, uh, you know, take it easy, everybody. We'll see you next week. See ya.